Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. just got up. She ran. Oh, her hat. Is that, was that it? She didn't have her hat. Oh, her her sponsor hat. getaway carts. <laughs> hat. The, the funny thing you is. Know she could, you know what she needed? A getaway cart. If she'd had one, <laughs> yeah. she could have gotten back in time. You know what's funny? It's from over here. There's the screen right here and then a whole bunch of equipment. So I don't see like anything from her shoulders <laughs> down. So you look like a Muppet going like whoop, whoop, whoop. Like, like as, as the microphones are going on, you your head bobbed up and down just two or three times and then left. I looked. I, I don't want to be seen on camera without my hat. I left my hat in the office. Oh, I thought uh, you then to go to the bathroom. No, that's later. That'll probably happen halfway oh, through the show. You got to vomit. Something. It's been a week. It has been a week, dude. This has been the longest feeling week in a long time, and I don't I know if it's because we're leading up to daylight saving time ending. I don't know what's going on, but. I feel like it's been two weeks long this are week. You, are you getting the seasonal affective disorder? disorder? Oh, yeah. The sad? I get sad. The I'm, sad? I got the seasonal I'm sick disorder. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, dude. Have been for days. We're all sick. I'm in not. different ways. I, I mean. You're going to get sick. Stop it. <laughs> you guys, actually, that's a question I have for you guys because from coming off of just like, a, you know, a two-person morning show before and then I had my own show. And then we're all five. Are you guys? Con- is it like preschool in here? Like everybody gets each other sick uh, all season. Oh, I don't no, I really get. I, I'm pretty I'm good. To be honest it. with you, I don't really get sick a lot. Good. Uh, I, I have like little things, like oh, I have like a pain, and Moon knows this. Like oh, I have like a pain in my side. I go, oh my god, where's my 
pancreas, is this, is this the end? <laughs> like, I just have, like, little pains here and there. You do ask a lot about organs. Hypochondrious. Hey, guys, where's your gallbladder? I think it exploded. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just, you know, a getting older pain. Right. And you just breathe through it, and it's gone. Okay. You have seasonal organal depression. That's right. Nice. Yeah. It's different. Now, I, do you take vitamins? Yeah. Of course. I do the zinc. I'll do, uh, you know, vitamin D supplements. <clears throat> Dose on my uh, my elderberry and uh, my vitamin C. Mm -hmm. Cap full of vinegar every morning. Cap full, you know, uh, uh, apple, apple cider, cider vinegar. vinegar. I've never done that. Oh, that's the worst. I don't do that. That's for catching flies, man. Mm. Apple cider vinegar. Yeah, it's for catching fruit flies and nothing else. Maybe some some cooking here and there. I don't know. My wife gets that, uh, and I'm sure you have it in your house too. Learn the apple cider vinegar. Uh, with, like, all the sediment at the bottom. Yeah. I have one that I haven't opened. It's maybe five years old. But I bought, and I'm like, I'm going to I'm gonna be one of those people. I'm going to do a shot of this every morning. And then I got it, and I'm like, today's not the day yet. I'll do what, it tomorrow. What is that to what, what, what's ah, that supposed, supposed to be good do? for your gut health. Yeah. I do the kombucha. Yeah, me too. And that's good for your so gut health. Sim similar thing? Oh, okay, cool. So I... I I can delete apple cider I don't know. Cider My wife's got shots. this stuff, uh, <laughs> this apple cider vinegar, and it's got like all this floaty things in the bottom. It looks gross. It's disgusting you know what? With the floaty looking. things in the bottom, that actually makes me feel more comfortable. Why? It's like bacteria. Because, because then I feel like it's like, I don't know, like, uh, like much more deliberate, like, like natural and whatever else is I believe yeah, they like call good for me. The mother. Oh, yes. You're right. Because it's mm -hmm. like a placenta. That's what the song's about. Mother. Yes. The bottom of apple cider vinegar. That's exactly right. That's exactly what Can you what it's see about. the bottom of this tree? Well, I, I hope you feel good because you have a day ahead of you. Yes. You're going down to the dome later to interview. I guess now it's Robert from Metallica. Kirk tapped out, said, Robert Trujillo, you're in. Yeah. You're in. After, after you've done all this, like, prep, Extensive Kirk prep, yes. For Kirk Hammond. I actually started it with Robert Trujillo as well, too. Okay. I, I'm fine. I'm You're good to go. I'm uh, guys, I, the anxiety, this is when it comes in handy because I have something prepped on every member of Metallica. Just in case. Just in case they all walk in. Yeah. You know. <gasps> oh. I think listen, I think Metallica is one of those bands where if any one of them walked in, it would be fine. It'd be fine. Yeah, I agree. Right. I just don't, here's here and I don't know if you guys are like this with interviews, but I just first of all you have to go into it and go, "Hey man, I don't know everything. I'm not in this band." But I'm a fan of music, mm -hmm. and I'm and I have I always feel like I have like a flood, a population of listeners behind me of like so I start thinking about what they would want, what they would ask if they had the opportunity. So you go into it as like a first person fan, also like a representative of your point family. Yes, you know, and but then you also have like this professional pressure where this is my first point interview, and you guys are all so good at your interviews. Like I've mm. been, I've been watching Riz interviews yeah. and Donnie interviews and Lux interviews like for so long. So I'm like, you know, I just want to do do you proud, and that's the pressure that I put on myself. Yeah, you're a pro. You've been doing this 15 years. Hey, You've like interviewed. A lot of people. A lot of people. And like you mentioned, that's one of the few bands where everybody's actually interesting. Yeah. yeah. And cool, you know. You know you know what I'm saying? Like most bands, it's hard to find one guy who can talk. Uh, here's the worst. Oh. Here's the worst. You add a thing like Point Fest. Okay? Yeah. And Point Fest, you know, there's 15 bands playing. And uh, all the uh, air personalities have been assigned to, uh, to, a, to a band to interview. Yes. And they go, all right, man, you get the uh, the bassist of, uh, you know. Uh, Three Days flim, Grace. Flim Flam Band. I didn't want to <laughs> mention the band, but you're like, oh, man, the bassist? Come on, man. 
I'm literally getting Nobody, the basis today, though. <laughs> nobody cares about the bassist. You must care. Nobody does. Nobody cares about the bassist or the drummer. I'm what? sorry, bassist and drummers. Drummers are my favorite in the bands always, of every band, forever. Mm. Now, there are, there are exceptions. There are exceptions. Metallica. Anybody. anybody. Pearl Jam. Anybody. Mm -hmm. There are a couple bands where you will ac accept anybody from the band. Foo Fighters. Anybody. anybody. Yeah. Drummers but are a strange breed. Because if you really break it down, you think about it, you're like, okay, so this person wants to play the loudest, bangiest thing, but not be involved otherwise. Mm -hmm. Don't talk to me. Yeah. I'm going to be, it's literally like goalies. But some drummers are. Like, I mean, I think of, like, oh, yeah. Lars. Yeah, yeah, is, there are exceptions. He has such a huge, booming personality, you know, that he does, that's, I don't know. I, I look at him as a drummer that, like, doesn't, he stands up and gets crazy and stuff. Like, that's. Yeah, well, Lars is the spokesperson for the band. Yeah. And he's the scariest he's one. Been. He's who I didn't want because I'm like, because <gasps> I just. That's feel like why my, I wanted you to get. I yeah, feel he's, like I know, he's the most intimidating me. for sure. He's the most intimidating to me, and like, my, I know he would hate me. Like I just, you know, great I, attitude. Huh? I know that he would hate my energy and like. Great attitude. I am self destruct. <laughs> get in. And that's yeah. okay. And if it, if it was terrible, you you would just say I would say. Delete, delete that. that. Delete like that. We're not going to air that. <laughs> like his dad did well, in uh, some kind of good monster. Luck. Good luck tonight. Thank you. Six o'clock down there at the Dome. It's going to be great. Be there with her little tape recorder. First of all, yeah. they're, they're all crazy experienced, crazy happy doing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. It's like they, they know exactly what to say. They know exactly what they're doing. This is going to be a breeze. You're going to love it. I 60 know. seconds in, you're going to shake it off and be like, whoa. This, this is, is how sweet. I am with everything. Like even on Saturday night, like before I came up and sang with your band, I, Rafe can attest to this because we're backstage and I'm like looking over the lyrics of Just a Girl. You and I have never performed together, you know. And so I take that, it's stupid that I take that so seriously, but I do. And because I want to do every, I want I want to make you guys look good and stay, you guys set a bar. And so like backstage, Rafe and I are talking and I'm, my heart rate's at 150 already. I'm a freaking mess. <laughs> I've reading into a paper bag. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then I walk out. She's got the, the cuff on, like L getting her blood pressure. Dude, little did you know, I'm out there going, hey, Chris, what key is this? Yeah. Like, I, I was like, uh, where so, do I start this? And right. Like, it's in D. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I mean, you've been doing it forever. It's not our comfort zone. No. Yeah, I know. Well, I saw, I, I mean, right, I've been in a band for saying, three like, years. We're all just having fun. And every time I get like this. <clears throat> and then Ray's like, you're going to, you know, you're being a very supportive friend. And like, and the minute I get out there, I go, I just go, F it. Like, because literally yeah, in my head, yeah. I go, there's a big, just F it. All that went out the window. All, and then I'm insane. And that's, I think, what performing is. Yeah, yeah. That's for, exactly In all is. levels of performance. It's, yeah. it's this F it confidence where you just go, you know what? Uh... Let's rip it. Here we go. Listen, you got Here a couple of vodka tonics in you and you're good. So I said to her coming off stage, you go, well, that anxiety really went out the window the minute you came through that curtain. <laughs> yeah. And like that, jumping around and going crazy. and That's what the dirtbags. Lady Lee Roth energy. That's what the dirtbags is. It's, I mean, there isn't a show that goes by that we don't do things that we definitely didn't plan or rehearse. Yeah. It's just like, a, oh, life. man, you want to do this? Oh, some so-and-so up here said this. Let's, let's see if we can get through it. Moon did me a solid and treated me the other way. I had no idea. I just coming through the audience. He mm. goes, get up here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, sometimes that's, don't have time to even better. freak out about it. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes that's better. And sure enough. Just get in there. The yeah. lyrics to Fishing in the Dark just get came in to my head. To you. That's you with, you thought Riz was going to come up and sing uh, Eminem, yeah. Lose Yourself. And I was like, oh, Riz? And you see Tweedledum right. walking through the crowd. You go, you thought I was, and, I, and you go, Tweedledum. 
You know, the lyrics to lose yourself, and I'd get up there and go, Mom, spaghetti, Mom, spaghetti. <laughs> it's all I could do. Well, it's <laughs> all I could do, too. That's why I was asking for somebody else to do it. Well, you'll be fine tonight. It's going to be it's gonna be good. We'll, we'll air part of your interview tomorrow. Yeah, you're going to rip this, yeah. man. This we'll air so part cool. of your interview tomorrow. Oh. Listen, it's, uh, it's going to be a weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, Friday, I'm going down to the Dome to go see Metallica play. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing Pantera open. All three bands I'm looking Ugh. forward to. Pantera, Wolfgang Van Halen. I'm excited. Spice Girls. Spice Girls. They're great. playing in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's gonna uh, it's gonna transport me back to another time. Like it's gonna be '90s Riz on Friday. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be '90s Riz. You Not wear- in his '90s, but oh, you gonna dress cool? Like what are you wearing, man? Because that you got to bring it. Like, I you can't, don't you dare it. come in in pastels at this Metallica show. No. It's going to be a wave of black. No, it's going to be a black t-shirt. Yeah. Of course it's going to be a black t-shirt. I'm going to be dressed up like Metallica Kelly show. Bundy in the Anthrax episode of Married with Children. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. So, I'm looking forward to seeing Pantera. I've obviously, you know, Metallica, but, you know, somebody asked me this question the other day, and it, and it took me a couple days to really come up with an answer, and I don't have a definitive answer, but, you know, we're all children of the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um... What did the 90s smell like? What did the 1990s smell like? Oh. I don't think there is an answer. No, there is. It's ba- Bath and Body Works, Cucumber Melon. Dude. That's exactly what I said. Is that not what down. I said in Bath the morning? and Body Works. Yeah. Oh, man. I have four. I have four Japanese cherry blossom. Mm. I have five different smells from the 90s. Like, So if you were to ask me, what did the 90s smell like? I have five different Five different answers. Yeah. The cucumber melon thing. That's exactly Bath what I said. Bath and Body Works was ni- number two. The summer of 1996 and seven mm-hmm. smelled exactly like that. And when I smell it, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm back on the rock road. Also, cool water. Every boy I knew was Dead dousing himself in cool water. Cologne from Kmart. I don't remember that one. So as far as Bath and Body Works style things. So Bath and Body Works, yes. Then there's... Uh, Brute. Prell or Finesse or Suave Apple Shampoos. Yes. Oh, Yeah. Herbal yeah. essence too. Yeah, yeah. That, they had an apple one as well. Right? Uh, Lever two thousand soap. Yep. Lever I feel that. Two thousand. What I don't happened? Remember like the a... smell of that. Loves baby soft. Not following you there. No. Jergens lotion. That's just you. For the fellas. What's up? That's the smell. <laughs> smell of twenty twenty three. Also. Uh, eucalyptus. CK1. They still make Lever yeah. 2000. We'll get to Cologne in a second. Oh, I'm sorry. Jacar Noir. There you go. Wow. That's it. That's the smell Yeah. for the high-class douchebag. Mm. And I had a buddy who had a bottle of Dracar Velcroed to the wall <laughs> so he could spritz himself on the way out the door. Love that. That's <laughs> <laughs> his own gas station cologne dispenser. Like he had it Velcroed to his wall yeah. as he left his room. Like a hand sanitizing station. To give himself a couple spritz. Like the Jetsons. Couple spritzes as he left the, as he left his room. Dude, yeah. I felt that's where my sense of like, because one of my things that I get aroused by as a female person is good cologne on a man. And so that started in the 90s because all of the boys that they were all experimenting with like 15 different flavors mm. of cologne. So you show up to like seventh grade and it smells like a damn Kmart department French whorehouse. Yeah. <laughs> that's what yeah. my father always said, and that's why I don't wear Kmart. Because every time I did, he'd go, oh, my God. He's got the super, super power nose, and he's like, oh, God, it smells like a French whorehouse in here. 
And I was always like, I'm sorry, man. I was so offensive to him every time I put that stuff on. Though. But you know, it's funny. I wonder if that's actually what a French whorehouse smells like. He's never been to France. <laughs> also, why didn't someone... He's never been to France. <laughs> like he has been to whorehouses. <laughs> yeah. Not in France, though. How come no one leaned in and just made a, made a cologne called French Whorehouse? Right. Like, do you know what this smells like? Yeah. French Whorehouse. Because it was finally derog- it was a derogatory thing. I know, but I feel like if you leaned in, people would go with it. Like, what was your did you did you have a cologne of choice? Because uh, I would I would I'm trying to think if I ever actually wore Jakar. My friend wore Cool Water because it was in a Snoop video. Dude, I would take. <laughs> I used the brute aftershave. Remember the green because it's the oh, cheap yeah. in magazines. Oh, no you it was so out. cheap. Dude. In magazines, they would have the little strips of scents. Oh yeah, and you'd rub it all. And over I'd rub it on my Me neck too. Mm-hmm. I yeah. still do like, that. Oh no, I still have. Do they tester- still do those? Oh, yeah. oh, I bet you I still have tester bottles from J.C. Penney or whatever. Oh, tester bottles. Yeah, I think yeah, I like- might have been a. I can't remember when I adopted the Aqua de Gio. It might have been mm, late 90s. That was good, too. The scent holds up, but everybody started wearing it, so you got to kind of... Stand out. CK1. CK1 and Nautica, right? Nautica. That, was, yeah. that was probably the, the Nautica Blue. Yeah, Nautica Blue. Like that a, was, yeah. that oh, was probably... Nautica Blue. Because it smelled good, and, uh, good enough. It had like a fresh scent. And wasn't too cheap or expensive. The well, Marian- it was cheap enough that I could get it at Walmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Not, sold it Blue. And they had, Michael hot. Jordan had cologne for a while, too. That's right. The Michael Jordan cologne was big in the 90s. The funny thing is... I remember a bunch of guys wearing that, and it did not smell good at all. For Christmas, I would always get uh, cologne given to me from, like, a particular, oh, yeah. particular aunt. And this even happened, like, six years ago. Uh, and it was always Stetson. Always, like... Stetson, country, yeah. Country boy Dude, I'm stuff. sitting on apocalypse-level barter town... Stetson from my grandma. Yeah, well, yeah. So I get the big bottle every <laughs> year. My old roommate. Uh, it smells good. I remember actually. his girlfriend gave him. It, it looked like a, a horn, like a like a like a ram's horn you would blow into. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it was glass and it was full of cologne. It was like what? a half a gallon of something. Wow. What? Yeah, you'd buy cologne by the by the by the half gallon. That's back so then. good. Hey, Lever two thousand. By the way. Still around. Still around, huh? And look, they have this refreshing clean trusted for over 30 years. So that means it was like new when we were seeing Yeah, Lever 2000. I remember the commercials. I would also say Irish. Irish Spring. Irish Spring. A lot of people use that in the 90s. I used Irish Spring. Everybody's divorcee dad had Irish Irish Spring. Spring. That was a good, you know what? That was a good straight that was a, pube hanging off of it. Oh, totally. That was a good bar of soap, though, because it, it had a good curve to it. Exactly. And it was multicolored, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was still around. They, they even make deodorant I was using like a couple years oh, ago. God. Iris Spring had a good curve, fit right in your hand. And remember the commercials was a guy like soaping up under a waterfall. Uh huh. Hell yeah. Uh, that's when I would stay at my dad's house and like I would smell like my dad for a couple of days because I didn't have all my girly stuff in his yeah, house. Yeah, it was a strong scent. It was strong. That's probably why I'm kind of androgynous now. Where the guy would like take a knife. It was like an Irish guy that took a knife and like whittled a piece <laughs> oh, off. Yeah. And I was like, why did he do that? Why yeah, would you? Did. Why did he yeah. cut into the bar? Do you remember that? He was yeah. like, I had a spring if you want to smell like the Irish. And then he like took a knife and whittled a yeah, piece yeah. of the soap off. And was like. <laughs> also the way he cut it. It was like as he was cutting like an apple. Yeah. yeah. Now, you, now you've like made he it. he was going to eat a sliver of yeah, it Yeah, now something. you've made it the bar of soap that we hate. But it's like at the end and we're like, ah, what do I do with this? Ah, But aren't you supposed to put that like in your garden or something keeps deer away i don't know i just remember it fit good in your hand and had a little it had a divot at the bottom yeah. uh, that's a good soap man that's a good <laughs> soap man. that's a good soap get me some of that uh all right so incense was another smell of the 90s a lot of incense still 
Yeah. That was that was all. I would say incense was, a, was my default smell. Oh really? Like See, that, that was a very particular type of person. Like I, I, I have two people. I have like I know what they. The guys that smelled like incense look like right now. Still, like yeah. I can see them back in high school. I'm not going to say their names, but they're both wearing 311 shirts. <laughs> <laughs> like I know exactly. Like as soon as you said Which that smell, I know the two guys. 622. I'm about. If you had it together. No drug rugs. Nah, man. 311 shirts. 311 shirts. Yeah, I know the, the the drug rugs. I mean, there was one guy with a drug rug uh, at, at Lindbergh. I remember, but he didn't smell like incense. He smelled kind of funky. The 90s just smelled to me that uh, there's a specific car air freshener. Mm-hmm. A vanilla, like, a vanilla aroma? It's like a vanilla aroma, dude. Vanilla aroma my, was the scent. My first girlfriend's Buick Skylark. I'm telling you that if I, I can't even tell you the smell, but I know when I smell it, and I am transported to a back road in a Buick Skylark, figuring stuff out about my body with the help of someone else. It's a beautiful thing. Vanilla aroma it's was the aroma. yellow. Was the yellow air freshener, which, by the way, because before that it was all the pine trees. They didn't really the air freshener technology had not. Right, vanilla was, aroma was was I think probably this the probably Bath and Body Works. I bet it's where it came from. Now, did, did anybody have the tree mm-hmm. hanging from their mirror? Yes. Yeah. You know, you're only supposed to like the, take the foil down or the bag. You're not supposed to open the whole bag and just put it out there. I like to live dangerously. Okay. What do you mean? Full tree. So when you get the tree for the mirror. Yes. Okay, and it comes in the wrapper. Yeah. Okay, you're only supposed to peel the wrapper at the top and kind of every week slide the wrapper down a little bit. How does the wrapper stay on there if you're just if you're sliding it down? It just looks like crap. Looks like you forgot to take it off in your slob. Wow, that's silly. If you if you have, nobody nobody does it. <laughs> but if you actually read what the back of it says, like the instructions on how to use the tree. Did you read it? And that's eventually, how you know I did. Wow. No because it's weird you to have op- it hanging there with the bag hanging right. off, especially half off. So when you open, you just, I mean, I don't, I don't know anybody that did that. You just open it up and put it in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. black ice. And on like a cold day like this, and you open up your car door. After putting a fresh air freshener in, mm-hmm. that vanilla aroma smell just oh hits you oh huh. oh that cold vanilla scented air. <laughs> I have oh. a, I have the orange thing that you put on your vent. Remember that? Those didn't come around in Southern Illinois till like way later. For I, me. I, I had a bite of that at a Crown. Those were like three dollars. Like a Crown air freshener. Crown. Like yeah, Crown Royal? Like, no, it was like it looked like a crown. Oh, oh right, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it had the same thing. It was like a g- gelatinous cube oh, that, that, that would gross. evaporate. It smelled so bad. I think the one I'm thinking of was it might have been a Yankee candle one. Now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, I kinda remember the air fresheners that looked they were in the shape of a candle. Mm-hmm. They almost looked like a jarred candle. Yeah. This is what I had. I had the Febreze thing well, sticking your vent. Oh, oh, those are two thousands technology, dude. Oh, really? That I'm, didn't think, exist I'm thinking in the it's 90s. too late. No way. Look oh up, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Was, was it the, this? Uh, the trees. Maybe it was this. Millions. <laughs> is like an orange thing. I never had that. My cousin is emailing in and said I'm being remiss by not saying orange dial soap. Because my mom used to make us put it in our mouth when we would curse at my house. Oh, so. oh yeah. For dish soap, you mean? Or no, bar. Oh, I don't remember like that. Like the antibacterial. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The dial soap, not the white, like, not the white, like, dove-like dial soap, like the old antiseptic yes. dial soap. That the gold bar. It had a flavor. Believe me. Look up a little tree. <laughs> little tree air freshener. 
And you know exactly what I'm talking about. Black Ice was... I never used Black Ice. There was New Car. Oh, yeah. I remember that. But that wasn't 90s either. I thought that was later. Oh, uh, Little Trees? No way. No, no, no. The Black Ice ones. May, maybe the Black Ice was later. Little Tree. Okay, yeah. This is the one. Yeah, but if you yeah, if you look at the back... Let's see if we can yep. see the back of it. Hmm. There it is. Vanilla Aroma. Ooh, you know what? Even just looking at it, I can start to smell it. And oh that yeah, stuff is ba- it's got to be bad. It's got to be a. There was new car smell. There was vanilla aroma. There was the uh, the regular pine one. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a cancer causer, right? Oh god, I mean, yeah. I don't mean to put it. At the, it just <clears throat> it just smells like is unhealthy. We've come a long way in car air freshener technology. Have we you, ever? You ever do these with the little cans, little fiber cans that you put in the? Uh, almost oh, those like, you put under the seat, right? Yeah, you put under the seat. Uh, I don't think I had one. I know what you're talking about. The, pro- the problem with those, uh, those is you forget about them, yeah. and then you got like six cans six. of trash under the <laughs> Six cans under the seat. <laughs> Did anybody burn incense when they were a kid? No, I was a candle girl. Now I'm an incense chick. So you had the incense holder and all? My, yeah, my dad, he had like one of those incense Buddha holder. You know, like it was Buddha, and yeah. the incense would come through his belly. Um, so my dad's house smelled like Marlboro lights, incense, <laughs> and uh, Irish spring. That's like what... Greg Colvin's house was. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, I bet you my dad still uses uh, Old Spice. Yeah, your dad's a creature of habit. Yeah, and he's been rocking that. Like I Old mean, Spice white bottle it. with the with, with the, the metal cap? Yes, with the little boop. Yep, they got with some of them top. on eBay. Look, remember those? They, they're Yankee Candle air fresheners, but they looked like a candle, but they were just flat. I've seen those. Yeah. I never had those well, in my car. Those. I think that might have been what was in the Skylark. I feel like those were late 90s, though. Yeah, those were... Yeah, those almost seem like 2000s technology. Mm. 2000s tech. I love that air fresheners are tech. 2000s smell tech. tech. All right, so here's another smell of the 90s. All right, remember, what did the 90s smell like? Yes. It also smelled like like a new tape smell. Like, a, there's a very particular chemical scent that came with freshly unwrapped cassette tapes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which you could sometimes find that smell in CD booklets. Yes. Uh, but it wasn't as strong. Yeah, it's like plastic and glue mixed, but kind of in its own unique way. How does how do you how do you describe? I've always that? thought I, I always thought man that made like a good like unisex perfume. Uh, it, probably, the, it probably caused cancer. The VHS tapes too. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. It was that particular. I can kind of go there in my brain. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was one of those plasticky smells that's so attractive. That's when you would bad for rewind us. the tapes, yeah, dude, because then it would like heat it, was, it up. If it was going really fast, yeah. yeah, or if something would eat it, like it would kind of like burn, just like the little piece oh, yeah. of smoke. You're like, oh yeah, that's that smell. That I would smell. love to inhale it's that. Bur- it's it's plastic. Video store, I mean, didn't the video store essentially smell like that? Like you go to rent a movie. At Black this Buster? was yeah. a particular when you opened up like a fresh one, a fresh CD insert. Oh, booklet. dude, fresh video game. That, that Fresh plastic, video game too, you know, or even oh, yeah. when you smell the because like the metal, the the chips and the plastic <clears throat> oh, yeah. mixed when you blew into it to you know make it work a better. A Nintendo, a Nintendo, yeah, yeah. Nintendo oh my cassette. gosh, that's that smelled great. Yeah, oh, whatever yeah. that, <laughs> whatever that thing inside that actually and blowing in it did nothing. By the way, apparently that that was not a no. thing. Potentially that made us feel better. I think it's potentially better. Yeah, yeah. what a psychological made it worse trip, dude. Hey, I wonder, you know, and and maybe this is impossible, but wouldn't that be cool if you could go back, or if they could if they could figure out and document and like have real proof scientifically that the world smells completely different? Because I'm sure it does, right? It's gotta, it's gotta. 
of course, we're, we're reacting to it differently. Our, our senses change over time. You know, our taste buds change. Our olfactory glands get affected, blah, 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 blah. But, dude, can you imagine if, if we had, like, a museum of smells? And is like, welcome to the 90s. Yeah, I love it. And yeah, our, I would and love our, it. And our kids, stick your head in. Yeah, and our kids, when they're in their 60s, could be like, oh, this is the smell. It really did smell better back in the 90s. Right. Our, I, our I parents were right. I was listening to a podcast yesterday about, it was about noise pollution. I know, very exciting. Hey. But, okay, so when, <laughs> when people came to an area for the first time, for the first time, what did it sound like? The loudest sound somebody back in the... 1300s, 1200s, the loudest sound they probably ever heard was thunder. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nothing compared. And what did that sound like? Because even that, when there was no walls and, and big trees maybe yet, like the sound probably did sound louder. Can you imagine somebody hearing a tornado for the first time? Or what the, what, what, if you didn't know what an airplane was, <clears throat> what did that sound like? Right. Yeah. Hey, just, magnets. Just a disclaimer: we did microdose before this broadcast started. <laughs> so, uh, you know no. they make a car that runs on water, man. <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> magnets. How do they work? Are, the Ham Twenty One says, "Did anybody ever touch the tube TVs and feel the static that had?" Oh a smell. yeah, that's. Oh yeah, that had a smell too. That is. Yeah. A, what, what is that? Is that's not. It's not ozone. It's something else. Like ozone smells amazing. You know, like before the before the rain comes in. Oh yeah. You smell that smell. That's oh. ozone. I thought it was the concrete. I, I believe that's ozone. Okay, what about the smell of a pencil being eaten by a manual pencil sharpener? Love that smell. We can do it tonight. Today. It's nighttime right now. We can go in the break room right now or the printer room and sharpen a pencil. And that smell. We have a there. pencil sharpener? Oh, yes. Of course we do. Like, I'm talking the go up. Like, can I sharpen, oh, the, my, pen should I, can I sharpen my pencil? The manual one? Yeah, the manual crank. No, we don't have that one. We have an office one, but it's it's the same smell because it's the pencil. Yo, when rain falls on, on dry soil and it makes that earthy scent that comes up after mm. the rain starts, that's called petrichor. God, love it. They got a name for that. Petrichor. Mm. If anybody's looking for a band name out petrichor. there, baby, petrichor. All right, here's some other nostalgia. We're power smells. slopping petrichor. Other nostalgic smells. The scratch and sniff stickers. Yep. Strawberry Scratch ones. and sniff stickers. Uh, Play-Doh, which I hate the smell of Play-Doh. Oh, yeah, I hate it. I love I the smell of it. That's 90s. hate it. I like it. Hate the smell of Play-Doh. Like, that will turn my stomach. How about Mr. Sketch scented markers? The Mr. Sketch, yeah, those smell the like Mr. Fruit. Sketch those ones, scented markers. Those are the ones that had, like, a, like a blueberry and a strawberry. The, the, root, bear, the root beer one. Smelled the best. Oh, not for me. I'm not a real the root guy. beer, Mr. Sketch, scented markers, smelled the best. Dude, root yeah. beer is something that every two, three years, couple, two, three years, I uh, I try to give a go because I've been so jealous of, all, people who of, enjoy root beer? of all of you that love root beer. I've been trying since I was five. My brother loved it. And like, you know, my dad, like, I swear my dad and my brother are closer than my dad and me were just because of root beer. Everywhere we go, they'd be like, "Ooh, have you tried Barks? Have you tried A and yeah. W?" There was always a, there was always some new you never root beer to, Fitz's to try. And had a root beer float. I've had them all, Riz, and I can't get it. I can't. I don't like it. It hmm. it it does weird things to me, and I don't I don't like the taste of root beer. I wish I did. I promise you, it smells good. You're so missing out. I, I know. I'm aware. I'm aware. <sighs> I I've tried every couple of years. I'm like, oh, maybe this is the year I can start getting into this. And I go no. for it, and I put ice cream in it, and I'll, I'll do anything. And I let me give it a go like again. No, you like root beer? cream soda, of course. Yeah, I love root beer. Love it. Everybody loves root beer. I, know, man. I feel like the smell of whiteout. Mm. 
Yeah. Remember? Oh, well, yeah. That was like a big 90s smell. Whiteout had hit its heyday in the 90s. What did it smell like? Was it like painty? Or uh, like it kind of had like the brush. Yeah. You could like, I remember having it in school. And it was like, a chemical. Oh, yeah. It was everywhere. Yeah. My mom it was used it. was kind of like huffing Sharpies or okay. something. Okay. Let me see. If, so on the whiteout tip, um, do you remember balloonies? No. No. Balloonies. Okay. Look up B-L-O-O-N-I-S. Okay. So it was like a hard plastic straw. And whatever goo came out of a metal tube oh, yeah. that you'd put at the end no. of the straw that you'd so make dumb. a balloon. No. Yeah, I remember these. And they were so dumb. You mean they were so dumb, but you'd get high on them. Oh. Like, you could sniff you that stuff. Oh, yeah, it was like a chemical yeah, smell. Yeah, this. It, it, yeah, it was. It, it tasted like a... I mean, it tasted... It smelled, it's, it. Yeah, it smelled, it smelled like <laughs> a factory. It smelled like a factory. Like fiberglass or something. Yeah, yeah it was something... All, there's nothing... This is all wrong. Nothing right. No there. way is you that good for a kid to Yeah, you that. shouldn't be putting this anywhere near children. But, yeah. It came I out of a that. metal tube. You just blew bubbles that didn't pop, and then and then what? Dude. And every kid eventually said that. And then what? And then you would just sniff the... the. the I don't remember sniffing it. You would <laughs> sniff whatever goo came out of that... Metal tube. Bloonies. Bloonies. <laughs> what the hell? Look at that kid. They're six dollars on that Amazon. kid on that. Yeah, the kid that's on the on the tube is high as hell. Yeah, for sure. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> he is high as hell. It looks like he's smoking meth out of a light bulb. This was intro to freebasing. That's yeah. What that yeah. Was. You know what? I mean, I mean, look, yeah. Look what he's doing. It looks Bloonies. illegal. I mean, this is... Do they even sell this anymore? They do. It's $6 on Amazon. If you'd like me to buy... Actually, you know what? I'm just going to get... I'm not doing it. Just the smell. (laughs) And smell another... I can't believe this didn't come up already, but... Maybe this was a holdover from the 80s, but I feel like it went into the 90s where I'm from, and that was... If not Aquanet, like the aerosol... When a girl had aerosol hairspray in her hair, and you would be dancing with her... That had a smell, dude. Oh, yeah. Like the real crunchy. Mm-hmm. Aquanet. Or the bangs uh, were just held in Deb. place. Like you could, the bangs in the front, you could touch them and they would just spring mm. right back to where they were. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys remember how concrete smelled near chlorine, like like public pools? Like imagine, okay, so close your eyes and go to the pool that you went to as a kid. Did you ever go to like a public yeah, pool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so like neighborhood pool, public pool, whatever it is, go in there and that like, that sunlight hitting chlorine. It, it, I still smell that when I go to. A yeah, it's pool. it's it's like a light chlorine and dirt and people and oil and whatever else. Yeah. And, and it's kind of like a melange. Yeah, of, uh... it's it's mixed with the concrete. Like when I think of being a kid in the '90s, it's kind of like a lot of grass and dirt from bike riding. Because you know how the air would kind of change scent when you were just flying on your bike. Yeah, yeah. And and then you get you get somewhere and it kind of smells like. Earth, chlorine, and concrete all, all at once, but in in a nice way. Yeah, I still smell that if I go to the public pool. Is it, Does it still yeah, it's smell still, like it's that? Still, it's still the same smell. Okay. It did not change. What Do people still put the bowls of potpourri in their bathrooms? Like, we, the, loo- like the loose potpourri? No, you know what people do? They do Grandma's. the oil sticks. Yeah, we, I do the oil we sticks. We have the oil sticks. Yeah, but you, do you remember the loose oh, yeah. Yeah, bowls yeah. of, like, it was like loose potpourri oh, in there? Yeah. And right yeah. next to it would be three... Bars of unusable soap that look like seashells. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Decorative soap. <laughs> Decorative soaps. It was loose What potpourri. happened to those, dude? <laughs> loose potpourri covered in dust. Yeah. 
Because nobody wanted to touch mm-hmm. it. Nobody would do anything. They wouldn't stir. Because you're supposed to, like, stir it up and mix it up, right? I mean, that's, I that's so. only yeah, good get, for a couple of days or want to get the scents going yeah, again. Right. But <laughs> nobody know. do that. They just go, ah, we'll put this here, and now it's a decoration. Yeah, that was always mom's job. Mom, Mom's supposed to stir it up. Um, all right, so uh, strawberry shortcake dolls. Oh, yeah, the plastic? No, strawberry shortcake dolls. Like, the, the strawberry shortcake. Uh, did you have one, Lauren? It oh, smelled yeah. like it, right? It smelled like strawberries. Forever. Like, oh, I, I had a hand-me-down and oh. from my eldest really? cousin. And, I mean, for 20 years, that thing smelled like Yeah, they never stopped smelling like Can strawberries. Can you imagine what chemical that is? Right. Asbestos. <laughs> Asbestos had, held the scent the best. <laughs> I never had any dolls, but, like, you know, I, I worked in, like, the nursery at church or something like that. And they always had the Cabbage Patch dolls and different dolls. And they all had that, that weird plastic smell that was, like... Kind of good. You, uh, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? The Cabbage Patch Kids did. It's like a different type of plastic. I mean, it was almost like, like a baby powder type of plastic. Whatever it was, it was like a soft plastic smell. But strawberry shortcake had a smelled like I did not know that. <laughs> strawberries. What the heck are they putting in that? And even if it was an old ratty one, it still smelled like. Strawberries, and there were other her little friends. Like there was like a blueberry one, I believe, and other fruits, and they all smell. I mean, forever. I don't know. If I'm, I didn't have any sisters, but if you go into a buddy's house that had a sister and she had a strawberry shortcake doll, you go, yeah, <sighs> yeah, strawberry shortcake. How about lip smackers? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the okay, lip smackers. They tasted good too. Did you have scented erasers in your mm-hmm. little pencil case? It never worked. Ne- yeah. The the eraser of the scented eraser sucked. Yeah, because it was like a hard wax. Right. So it didn't yeah. really, it just smeared the lead. It just smeared your pencil. Yeah. Dude. It was the poor kid's consolation prize at the Scholastic Book Fair. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The scented eraser. You'd look at the Lamborghini poster, and then you'd look at your hand, and then you'd buy the scented eraser, and sadly <laughs> go back to class. And then you'd chew it in class, because you couldn't have gum, but you could chew on that eraser. Okay, so what about the there are pink scents. eraser? Oh, those smell good. Yeah, those those are cool. that that just r- straight rubber mm-hmm. pink eraser, which you'd have to with your pencil put dots in it. Yeah, yeah, those were good, and they were better than just the pencil eraser ones. Oh yeah, you, you're talking about the loose ones. The loose, like, yeah, the big weird. The weird pink look like a tongue. Yeah, yeah, those those were great. Um, there is, uh, I found this article, and a couple people talking about their favorite smells from the '80s, and one person said, "I love the smell of My Little Pony dolls." So then somebody else followed it up and said, there are particular scents that smell like some of this stuff. And apparently, Bath & Body Works makes a strawberry pound cake that reminds people of the smell of the strawberry shortcake doll. Ah. And there's one called uh, Narciso Pudri that smells like My Little Pony. So, like, I mean, there are so people... So they bottled there, it. There are, yeah. Well, I don't know if that, they bottled it on purpose, but there are people seeking... Like, this is a Reddit thread where people are seeking out, hey, what's the closest sold scent that I can go out there and spray on myself that will remind me and smell like... Oh, the 80s and 90s. The scented dolls huh. of the 80s. And they have that. They make and it. And they have it. Wild. Plasticky, synthetic strawberry smell. Mm-hmm. I've been looking for it, and this is the closest one. Like, I mean, there's like... This is a very popular Reddit thread, apparently. Uh, what about the smell, and this is very specific, <clears throat> the smell of Sunny D when you first opened the bottle? I never had Anybody Sunny remember D. that? Formaldehyde? No, we didn't have that. <laughs> you never had Sunny D? I mean, I, I've had it, but it wasn't it's like It's like a, fake orange juice? I didn't like it. This thing had a smell. Learn's original. Remember the original friend. stress head squeeze? <laughs> oh, That's yeah. That's awesome. Like your teachers had them. The I stress remember my squeeze teachers, where the, eye, where the, where the nose eyes and nose out. pop out. That thing this. had a really strong... Like plastic, yeah. For for me, the '80s smells like baseball cards. 
Yeah. I can't. I can't it's, smell the eighties. It's a, it's a very cardboardy. Yeah. It's it's bike it's the bubble gum like scented the cardboard. Yeah. It's the bike. It's my bike. Um, I, I smell my bike, and I know that sounds bike chain grease. Yeah, I know the that oil, sounds silly, but I the oil can you'd put on your bike chain. Yeah, I have I a dyno. I have an eighty-eight dyno, wow, or an 80, 80, eighty-seven dyno. Um, that uh, is it's almost the same bike that I had when I was a kid, and it still kind of smells like the eighties. That and that cardboardy baseball baseball card. I smell. can't smell the eighties. That's all I got. Oh, oh, and and uh, and baseballs, <laughs> actual baseballs. I tried, and uh. My nose was born '80s, yeah. Blind, so I lived the lesson. I lived through all the '80s. Did you ever play? Did you ever play sports? Yeah, I played a lot of sports. What would you play? Because like baseball, I, I remember the smell of soccer and I remember the smell of baseball. And in '80s, even though I was I was young, I played so much baseball. I remember the smell of the baseballs and and the glove, and how that made me feel. Like I mean, it was like I was like ready, I, ready to play, ready to play. I try to play soccer. I just don't love to run, honestly. It's not a runner. Soccer, you're smelling the weather. Yeah. Baseball, you're smelling the leather. Uh, smell of Vicks Vapor Rub. Uh, that's a '90s smell for me. Mm-hmm. For me, it's a it's a rubbing alcohol. Cause mm-hmm. I, I used to get leg cramps real bad, and my dad would put rubbing alcohol and like like rub you know rub the uh, Charlie horse out of my calves. My my calves would just yeah. always always. Killing me. My dad would put, he would dip his Q-tips in rubbing alcohol and then put them in his ears. Has anybody ever done that? To clean your ears? Yeah. I, I don't, uh, I'm afraid of anything going on my oh, ears. Oh, I bet you that's good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I bet I mean, you that's good. I haven't good. done it in like 15 good. years, but I'm kind of thinking maybe I want to do oh, that Oh, I again. bet you that feels good. It like, does Especially when it dries, like when oh. the rubbing alcohol dries. It's like... <gasps> dude, oh, it's so nice. cool. Even you doing the, the motion? So makes cool. Me, that skeeves me out, dude. Yeah. Oh, that anyway. makes me weird. Do you guys clean your ears with Q-tips? You're not yeah. supposed to every do that. Day, I thought. I know. Dude, every day. Yeah, every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. My ears clean themselves. I know. They say you're pushing the gunk in. Oh man, I'd love to see what's in there. Oh, dude, I bought this Bee Bird thing. It's awesome. What is that? A Bee Bird? It's called Bee Bird, and it's like a. Just a it Bee-Bird? has a camera on it, and you hook it up to your phone, and you can go in your ear and see. And it's got a light on it, and you can literally get every. Little piece of earwax. Blech. Bring what? it in. It is. I don't know if I want that. Amazing. You've done it. It's got a little hook. It's got a little thing that you hit a button, and it's got like a little clamp, and you can like go in there and like what? You, you need to bring see, it in. You can see spots <laughs> you missed. How much does this cost? Because I don't remember how much it was on Amazon. Not crazy. It was under a hundred. It was like eighty bucks, maybe. Where Worth did, it. Where did you find yourself? Like, how did you find yourself on Amazon getting getting such an item? Man, I hate to admit it, but I think it was like an Instagram ad that I was like. Actually, you know what? My friend Paige in Nashville had one, and we were talking about it, and then it came up in my mm. my no phone way. was listening, and then yeah, it came yeah. up in my Instagram feed, and I was like, you know what? Word of mouth marketing really is yeah. taking on a whole new meaning. You got days. me. You just, I'm gonna go look it up. You're gonna get an ear you, dude, It app? is pretty interesting because you can go in there and it's got little attachments, and it's just got a tiny, tiny little. It's almost like the closest you'll ever be to being an orthoscopic surgeon. Because you're in there. Yeah, you're you can doing see, surgery. And it yeah. has a little Wax. stopper on it, so you can't go too far in. It has like a little knot. Let's touch that. It's cr- it's pretty wild. So you've oh. seen the inside of your ear. Th- yeah. That's what, I was just at the doctor the other day, and they were looking in my ears and how they do. And I go, hey, how's it looking there? Like, I want to know. Is it super gross? Look up the bee bird. I just wait for them to go. No, no, I, no I, every time I get out of the shower, <laughs> which, which I use means, Q-tips. Check. Do you? Yeah, and it's 
satisfying. It's very satisfying. Until, you know, every once in a while you go too far and you go, oh, too far. Do you do the outside of your ear? Everything. Yeah, good. Oh, man. Bee bird. I'm That's, getting more, as I'm getting dude, older, like so things good. are happening. I'm getting more hair, earwax, and. Oh, it's look disgusting. at this. Everything's look at weird. this. Everything weird is happening. You know what? To me. People are going to get this, though. And then, and then what? This isn't stopping at the ear. It hasn't stopped at the ear with you. You've looked at all sorts of things. I'm hey, saying. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, maybe I have. Maybe I have seen what's up my you nose. You didn't get You're this for your language. ear. Maybe I am sounding with it. <laughs> I'm just oh. slowly building like a hospital room at my house where I'm going to have everything that they have at the hospital. Click on that, though. I want them to see this. Uh, Courtney says bobby pins are good ear cleaners. I'm sticking no, a pin no, in my ear. Get out of no, here. Let me no. ask you this. Do you, and this is kind of disgusting because for whatever reason, we're not disgusted by the ear, but sometimes I'll take a Q-tip and I'll get all the gunk in the like in my septum of my nose and whatnot like i'll go in there and get like all of that stuff just like out anybody <laughs> no back to you the what so this is a, <laughs> the oh, septum you. of your nose yeah. so this is an otoscope that looks like a sonicare yeah you know it looks like a sonicare brush look at the little hook it looks on like a colonoscopy oh, it's like a reading cup, right yeah it's like got a little hook. it's got <laughs> little like <laughs> scoopers but it also under the scooper it has little tweezers where you can like grab pieces oh my if God. you want to oh. This looks cool as hell. It Alan. is cool. Look at that. Oh, get in there. One. Look at that cartoon. Get that. I'm telling you, dude. I'm going to get everybody one for Christmas. It'll yes. blow your mind. Yeah. For Christmas? Yeah, I do. All right. That's my gift. Or stab your mind. I'm, I'm worried. You want that, one for Christmas? Uh, it's got a little stopper on it. <laughs> I know. I, I feel like the one random time that I'm doing that in the bathroom or something, the wall's going to fall down, hit my oh. elbow, and boop. It's got a big Could stopper happen. on it, dude. It's like a cork. Could happen. I was... Uh, Going through my kids' candy again yesterday, looking for something, looking for a treat. It really was a crappy Halloween. Is this your worst out. Halloween ever? It really was. It really was. Yeah, it really was. And you know why you're so bummed? Because you actually went all out and had that whole damn costume. Yeah. You had the whole thing. You were like prepared for a good one, and it did not deliver. Mm. You yeah. did your part. Maybe that's it. And it didn't do yeah. its part. I, that, my disappointment was immense. I uh, immediately got home yesterday and I took down all my Halloween decorations. That's it. I bagged up the candy. I told my husband, "You take this to work tomorrow. Oh, Get man. this thing out of here." <laughs> so you I, I had like five too. pieces. No, I'm fine. I'm now. I'm. I'm. I'm transferring into Thanksgiving mode. So now I'm. No, my wife said, "Get all this candy out of here. Can you bring it to work?" I'm, I'm not bringing it to work. No. Thanksgiving. Not, Thanksgiving's a real hero. It's another food holiday, but it's savory yeah. food. And it's okay. It's 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 there's less guilt, and it's all about family. There's it's no expectations. There's no yeah. yeah there's I no. think you know this Halloween, and Halloween's not my favorite holiday, but it didn't live up to my expectations this Sorry, year. Sorry, buddy. Did you guys see the video that's going viral of the woman emptying the entire bowl of Halloween candy outside a, a home in Texas, and she pulled the kids into it too? Yeah, stealing all that candy. Yes. Oh, it was a it was a grab and go. It's, yes, it was quickly. It's kind of quickly been a dot. Yeah, it's making its rounds, and it's got politicized pretty quick. What oh, happened? got politicized already? Yeah. Why? Candy's uh. political? Everything is. Everything I just is. thought it was just a rotten mom. Like, it was. Your kids. It definitely it was, but it became like, just <laughs> a Republican-Democrat thing? <laughs> yeah. Really? I'm going yeah. to Mars, man. Oh, I can't buddy. deal. Yeah. Switzerland. Well, what are they, uh, what are they saying? It's immigration. <laughs> they made it an immigration Oh, um, how? Because the family was Latin. So like all of the, it was just wild, man. I'm just like, can it just be? Can it just be a bad mom and a bad family? With, I, the, with the column, it was from Texas. Yeah, there's it, like there was like a tall dude in a sweatshirt who wasn't in a costume, a lady, and then a bunch of kids ran up. and They all just emptied the pot. I thought it was just a white woman. 
Uh, maybe it's a different video. I don't Look know. up Halloween heist. And maybe we're talking Halloween about Halloween heist. <laughs> That's what I'm uh, calling it. Halloween show. heist. Is that what everyone else is calling it? I don't know. What else would you call it? <clears throat> I just feel like nothing can happen without somebody being like, yep. I just thought it was a white woman and, and like it's a rotten. After. Uh, let's see. I guess, There's so a rotten maybe. woman with her kids and she's yelling at the kids too. Viral video of adults stealing Halloween candy sparks immigrant backlash. Okay, let's see. There you go. Let's see what video it is. Oh, well, let's let's get a political ad. So off to a. And this is from uh, off to Newsweek. a good start. Okay, let's see here. Oh come on with these. Uh, oh. Has a picture of the wall. Okay, Advertisement. It's an, it's an Amazon commercial. Oh okay, yeah, cool. Okay, prepare this to is where they forward. trick you and they don't actually show you the video. They just show you a robot oh, talking and pictures this? of the president. This is yeah, I'm we got tricked. The internet sucks now. The internet. We hate the sucks internet. Now. Go find it. Find the video. Okay. It's not on that site. Okay, I see. Come on now. Mm. Uh, videos. Uh, Mom and kids taking Halloween candy. That's it. This one. The one on the right. That this one. one. Is that the white woman? Nope. Oh. Wow, that's, oh, that's a. That is a very good clear video. Okay, we're good. This is on TMZ. What are they using a red? Yeah, I thought it was a white woman. Uh, it's not. Why is her face not blurred? Because she's face... the kids. Oh, I see. They blurred out the kids. And a tall guy in a sweatshirt comes up, finishes emptying them out. I mean, it, it was basically just a family heist. Do you notice but... how she looks right at the camera for a, a brief second? Are we sure this isn't, like, set up in some way? Uh, I don't. It's I just mean, a nest. Hey, I have that little thing, too. The little cauldron. Like, it's a cauldron. I bought that cauldron as like well. Like, it's a cauldron of candy outside the uh, the house. Like, it's a nice house. I think a musician lives there. Well, it was Trent Reznor's house. No, no it was some, a country Trent musician. Trent Reznor lives in Texas? <laughs> Spoiler alert. It's a country musician. Uh, like, he's in a band. Uh, like, a uh, pretty popular, too. Jason he's, Aldean? He's no. In a, he's in a band. Um, ah, whatever. Anyway. Okay, man. I don't know. That Diamond Rio? It. Yeah. Well, and to me, when I watched it, I was like, I'll be honest. This looks like a high speed my friends would have pulled in, like, 1994. If you left the pot of... Full-size candy bars out on the porch. Yeah, we might come sure. up there and ransack you. It just seemed like a crappy thing to do. Yeah, and crappy things. And it kind of just stops there all the time. Mm. Yeah, it's wild. To be honest, though, if if that would have happened at my house, like if I after we closed things down, went to bed, and I left my candy out there, and somebody did that to me, I this is just me. I'm not trying to be political. I would be thankful because I'm getting rid of that candy anyway. Me too, man. And I feel like at that's how we end, all feel. At the end of the night. Apparently yeah. the story here is the guy put the candy out there and because he, he wanted to go watch the World Series game. Okay. Yeah. And he just didn't want to answer the door anymore, so he just put the candy out there. And this woman and the kids came up and just cleaned him out. She's a cool mom. They went full cool raccoon. Mom. They went full Don't raccoon. This. this is a bad mom. <laughs> they went full mom, raccoon family, dude. <laughs> that's a bad mom. <laughs> I'm going to take her side and just say, whatever. What? Yeah. I'm going to take this uh, side. Just to be cares? a contrarian, I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah, there is, there is a follow-up video where uh, a neighbor saw what happened, and, and then he took his candy and put it in. Like, oh, my God, this they got cleaned out. And I'm gonna he took his candy and put it in the bowl. Yeah. I mean, that's rotten. It's Stop totally it. rotten. <laughs> but that's part of the planet, man. That's what happens. I guess so. People, not all people are great people. I, if, you know, I wish I could have just left my bag. You know what? I'm going to call Tim and go, leave the bag on the front porch and just let somebody take it. Like Nobody's going to do it now. Well, now you're, now you're just going to get animals. True. Now, if folks can't be home to pass out candy, should they, should they not leave a bowl? 
No, no, leave a bowl. All leave a bowl. Just one, one, this Dude, one happening. Speaking of no, animals. No, this happens all the time now. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, like, I mean, it's probably a small percentage of people. And what do you know? Not everybody's perfect. I left a little, we saw on our cameras <laughs> last Sorry, night. I robbed the bank. Not everybody's perfect. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Perfect. <laughs> Last night on my cameras, uh, we saw that one of our homeless cats was running around the neighborhood. And um, I went out and left a little bowl of food for him because I love him. And uh, anyway, kept the lights on. And uh, Tim's like, oh, my gosh, possum. Possums out here. And I'm like, what? And this huge, and I happen to think possums are super cute, this ginormous possum was on my porch eating this food last night. I mm. sat there for about 20 minutes watching this thing. I run over a possum at once a month. No. Once a month? Yeah. So oh, yeah. Sweet. What, are you seeking them out? No, they, like, commit suicide. With you specifically? <laughs> I mean, at the, I guess at my time. Dr. Like, Death. Wow. I'm, here he comes, driving, here he comes, here he comes. Euthanasia. <laughs> when I'm driving, and it's always on Wild Horse Creek. Oh, bummer. I love They, them. like, run in the middle of the road. And, well, and, and we read, you know, you're not supposed to. And be- I do the ooh, ah. and I try to get my wheels. And sometimes, hey. I don't kill sometimes, them. Sometimes, once a month, and times. I'm not feeding them. I didn't mean to feed it. It came up. I mean, it was eating the cat food. Yeah. But it was so cute. I, and I didn't take a photo of it. But the only thing I don't like about them is their big old rat tails. Like if yeah. they didn't have that, they'd be cute little bears. I'm sure well, your neighbors are really thrilled that you're leaving food out and encouraging wildlife to come to your I house. I don't encourage they it. They happens at like you once too, a month. Man. Have you have they ever hissed at you when no. they get when they get pissed they hiss mm. um hey how, how are you convinced how do you know that this particular cat that you mentioned is unhoused maybe it belongs to somebody maybe it's just yeah, like an outdoor cat for it, somebody. it does only show up at night so it probably is somebody's it's does probably it, neighbor's does cat. it look well fed no yeah she's feeding it i of course it's well i feel fed. bad for him you probably have fewer moles and mice <coughs> in oh, your yeah. neighborhood than i do it's its own fault like they eat uh ticks and slugs What's that, oh, right? possums? Uh, possums? Possums are good for, like, uh, they eat a lot of rodents, snakes, insects, ticks, and slugs. Sweet. Yeah, stick around. So they get ticks out of your yard and stuff, so. And they have nowhere to go in the winter. I think time. they're just blind. Yeah, we got a bunch of bats I think that's why they're in the road, and they're kind of dumb. We got bats they're dumb in our backyard. They'll, they'll, they'll run it. into the car. Yeah. Mm. We, got bat, we got a lot of bats behind our house, which I love. I almost want to put one of them bat boxes up there, but I know yeah. sometimes that's not a good idea. But, like, uh, every time I see them, I'm happy because fewer that's mosquitoes, cool. dude. Which, yeah. Now, I'm sure the bats wouldn't be there if we didn't have a mosquito issue. But, but uh, now back just back, real quick back to the, back to Halloween candy because people do have questions like how long will your leftover Halloween candy last? Like this is news. <laughs> this is something you can actually use use here. So, the, the, five types of candy. How long you've got to go through it all? Like chocolate candy, if it's unopened, up to a year. Dark chocolate lasts up to two years. Hey, and, and just because you get the chocolate with the uh, with the chalk, you know, like when it starts to look kind of chalky, all that is is like something separate. It's still fine. Yeah, it's still fine. So unopened, regular chocolate, milk chocolate, a year, dark chocolate, two years. For open bags of, of loose chocolate candy, cut those timelines in half. Candy corn, three to six months if stored at room temperature. An unopened package can last up to nine months. <clears throat> An open package, though, because I went for some yesterday. That we had out from our true. Friday, uh, our uh, our Friday uh, Halloween party, and it was it, it was a no go. No go, really? No, no. I dropped it in the ceramic bowl, and it went tink 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 tink. And if it's tinking, it's out for me. Yeah, but that's the candy the candy coating. No, 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 no. This was a high pitch tink. It's got to be much lower. It's got to have some softness to it. I like a soft candy corn. All right, gummy candy, six months to a year, depending on how it's stored. A cool, dry place is best. Uh, sour candy up to a year. 
Uh, if you open a bag, store it in an airtight container to increase the shelf life. Hard candy like lollipops and Jolly Ranchers, the National Confectioners Association says a year. Uh, but a study at Kansas State found it's the it's the one type of candy that could pretty much last forever if, if stored properly. So, there you go. Something you could put in your pocket. Um Hey, what, what, just one one thing back, because we were talking about uh, smells not too long ago of the 80s and 90s. You know what smell? It just hit me, and it hit me like a ton of bricks, late 80s, early 90s, and you have to tell me if you went to one of these places. Two smells. One, the arcade. The arcade had a very unique smell. It was like plastic, Dirty carpet. Dirty carpet and, and coins. Mm-hmm. And then I'll tell you the, a place I probably spent so much time that had a very unique smell back to the baseball cards things, was a place called Shortstop 2 on Watson across from Crestwood Plaza. And it was owned by a couple, uh, like, diehard blues fans, and it was it was baseball cards, hockey cards, memorabilia, and comic books. Mm. And the, and the and the dude, I spent so much time in there that the place had a smell. It was almost like a bookstore and baseball, I was inside of a baseball card pack. Do you know what I'm talking about? That, like, did you ever go to, like, a comic book store or a baseball card store? Oh, yeah, and had a particular a scent to it. It, it. it smell magazines. Maybe that's it, because that smell in particular probably encompasses a solid Like new comic books had it, had it. It was the smell like the uh, the ink. Yeah, whatever that was, that is so distinct in my memory of a child, is that smell. Yeah, we had a place, Wizard of Cards. Wizard of Cards. Wizard of Cards. Wizard of Cards. The Wizard of Cards. Oh, man. Pay no attention to the Wizard of Cards. <laughs> um... Hey, today, okay, November 2nd, so today is, as far as the holidays go, All Souls Day. Today is Broadcast Traffic Professionals Day. Today is Cookie Monster Day. Today is International Stout Day. Today is National Make Men Dinner Day. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Excuse you. National Men Make Dinner Day. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. That changes everything. Yeah, his brain sees what it needs to see. All the women are like, great. Uh, today is uh, Plan Your Epitaph Day, which is kind of morbid. Whoa. Uh, today is Practice Being a Psychic Day. And I thought of Rafe immediately when I saw this. Today is National Devil Egg Day. Oh, yeah, That's dog. your jam, right? Hell, yeah. No better egg than the devil egg. Mm. It's the most hardcore metal egg. It's the devil's egg. Of all the eggs. I'm not a devil egg uh, guy. I am. You're missing out, dude. It's the ants. Uh, it's what ants bring to the party. All all of our ants have brought their deviled eggs to. Does every fa- party. every family have a recipe? Oh yeah. Yes. I love a good deviled egg, dude. Salt Smoke's got some good deviled eggs, man. They serve oh, they? It on some pimento cheese with a little piece of uh. What kind of bacon do they put in it? I don't like know. Like candied. They put a little something in the top. It's good. You know who's got a good one that you can get right now for lunch later? It's uh, Crow's Nest in Maplewood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delicious. Good deviled eggs? Great deviled eggs. Something I would never consider ordering. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. always, I, always like on a holiday spread or whatever, there's always the deviled oh, eggs. I always food. pass. Yeah, me too. I don't, I don't. I'd Does it get burned? Like I no, know. I just, it just it doesn't never look looked appealing. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, no, oh, no. so you've like never really. Like I don't love. I'll be honest with you. I don't love hard-boiled eggs. Oh, me neither. I'd not be willing to thing. say I, probably, I love probably eggs. Never tried one. It's not the same thing. Hard-boiled eggs, though. It's not the same thing. But it is the same thing, right? They just whip the thing and put it back in. 
Yeah, but it changes the whole. It does. Paprika changes the changes paprika. the whole oh, texture and dynamic. Top. It's not like when you bite into like a deviled egg and it's all like the same exact thickness and texture. You're just like, eh, it's fine. You mean a hard boiled egg? Hard boiled egg, yeah. Which don't get me wrong. When I'm on the road, I'll stop at a gas station and get a couple hard boiled eggs, put some salt and pepper on them, and what just run. Every them other in the car. option they have in the, at that place, that's what you get. Well, just sometimes I'm trying to go like uh, low carb. <laughs> right, that's I'm, low carb I'm, gas station health. shopping, brother. I've been to a billion. Go to a gas station and show me something with no carbs in it. I've been to a billion. Gas three stations. things: beef jerky, hard boiled eggs, and nothing else. What percentage of gas stations are selling hard boiled eggs? I've never seen. I've seen. Does it? I've seen them. 100% of them? Are the sandwiches. Yeah, usually they do. Really? They have like a bag. It's like a bag. Well, it's like a watery bag. A watery bag. It's as I, if I don't you, see and them. And you're the moisture queen. I would never, you would never ever in a million years think, I'm going to put this on. They're in a watery the, bag? Yeah, well, it's because there's liquid. Rafe, do you uh, do you do like a paper towel and kind of dry it off before you eat it? Or are you just slopping that thing no, down? No, I dry it off. Then I take a little salt and pepper packet and salt bay it up. And then just driving down the road, Bob Seger's on. Huh. Night moves is playing, and I'm I'm raw dogging <laughs> a peppered hard boiled egg on my way to the Tulsa Looney Bin, <laughs> being like I'm losing weight, and I'm following my dreams. Man. I've seen them come in like a plastic pack too, like a plastic like hard pack. Uh-huh. Single yeah. serve, single serve. Yeah, just like normally, like one or two eggs. Huh. Yeah. Greg Ward made fun of me on the road one time because we went to a high V in Columbus, Ohio. You know, I he drove, so I didn't have a car. And he's like, let's go grab some groceries, keep in the hotel room. And I grabbed one of those, like, family platters of Devil Day. <laughs> and he goes, so weird. what are you doing, man? You going to have a picnic in the lobby? What the hell is this? And I was like, hey, man. That's perfect. These are ready to rock. Anytime. I was like, I think I was doing keto at the time. But I was just like, hey, I got 16 deviled eggs I'm about to put into the little fridge in my uh, hotel. Ready to go. And man. that's breakfast, lunch, and dinner, baby. That's a snack. Hey, you said loaded with protein. Yep. You said it's it's write your own epitaph day? Yeah. If you got to do it right now. My epitaph? Right now. Right now. You have 15 seconds. Oh. Five. Go. Three. Two. Ah. What? Go. He talked a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Mine would just be, thanks. (laughs) That was fun. Mine would be, back to you. Back to you. you. (laughs) Mine would just be, yeah, thanks. That was fun. Yours would be interesting. Here lies Scott Rizzuto. He talked a lot. Energy up. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Noted. That's your catchphrase, man. Right, but I'm not sure. Because your energy sure is leaving your energy. body. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see. Energy up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it seems yeah. like it's spiritual. Yeah. yeah, double entendre. All right, go ahead. What? You're up deaf. Uh, I don't know. Oh, come on. Three, well, uh, five, two, eight. One. Yeah, I just have pork steak on there. <laughs> That's all I was saying. My, my, I would need an epithet because my gravestone would be the shape of a pork steak. Yeah, and yeah. Everyone would know exactly what. <laughs> <laughs> Take a left at the uh, Smith and go right down to the. But that your, your headstone will be shaped like yeah, a. Like my headstone will be steak. shaped like a pork steak, and it'll have a pit to put charcoal in. People can come out and grill them up Aww. right on top of me. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. I would, Hang out I, with me. Instead of leaving flowers, I just leave deviled eggs. Yeah. Mm. Right and they get eaten. A, a they pe- go, yeah. he's here. A bag of I drive them off first. All right. Before we move on to the uh, teamers, remember that I got to shout out the different companies that are sponsoring our heads this week. And we'll start with Moon because all these companies, all these great companies, these local companies have made generous donations to the Song Society. That's right. 
And we'll start with Moon. Thank you so much to Faster House, your local home buyer. If you or somebody you know has a house that you need uh, sold quickly, Faster House is the place to go. No formal inspections, contingencies, or shenanigans. They'll get you to the closing table, even if the house smells like cats or hard-boiled eggs. Check out Faster House. Dot com to learn more. And thank you, Faster House. Uh, learn. Yes, Getaway Carts. They are a local St. Louis golf cart dealer with new and used golf carts. They even have e-bikes, which we're going to get uh, for our e-bike gang we're going to start. Mm-hmm. Um, golf carts available to fit any budget, and financing is available if you need it. Full service customization of your golf carts, which would be really cool with like a Van Halen logo. Um, call them right now, 314-650-2951, or actually go onto their website, getawaycarts.com. Thank you, Getaway Carts. Rafe. On my head, you will find a very colorful beanie from Flint Landscaping, specializing in lawn, landscaping maintenance, irrigation, and arbor care in Ladue, Frontenac, and surrounding areas. Now hiring salary and hourly employees up to $78,000. You heard me right. seventy-eight k per year with paid vacation, paid sick days, and paid training and certifications. If you need work done or you're looking for a career change, Go to FlynnLandscapingInc.com or 314-243-6784 for more information. Thank you, Flynn Landscaping. I know Scott's not here, but uh, had he been here today... The spirit of Scott riding on Carl's head, the mannequin, which is a high honor. Uh, I have Just In Time Pro Services. Just In Time Construction and Remodeling Fall. And the holidays are approaching. We're starting to spend much more time indoors. And if you're beginning to realize it might be time for that updated kitchen, bathroom, finished basement, painting project, maybe just some minor repairs, let Justin and his team of experienced remodeling contractors bring those dreams into reality. He's been serving the St. Louis area since 2002. Give him a call directly to see how he can be of service to you or call at 314-570-2000. 314-570-2000 or reach out to him on Facebook at JustinTime247. And uh, my head sponsored by uh, Trimlight Southeast Missouri. Trimlight, an innovative patented lighting system that allows customers to have permanent exterior lighting professionally installed on their homes and businesses, eliminating the hassle and worry out of hanging Christmas or holiday lights ever again, serving Southeast Missouri and surrounding areas. We will come to you. Trimlight Southeast Missouri, smart, secure, and worry-free lighting. Redefined. TrimlightSemo.com. And uh, thanks to all the companies for their donations to the Song Society. And that is sponsored by Hot Shots Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From Ophel, Missouri, Jarrett Baldwin is our Team Riz member today. Uh, Jarrett has been a listener since college and is an avid Riz evangelist. Loves all the crazy arguments and ideas that are discussed daily in the show and listen to the show while traveling around the country as a geologist. Oh, oh, oh. very nice. Loves Freak of the Week. Loves Headline Hooge. Well, Freak of the Week for you. Dedicated to you, Jared, is next. Jared Baldwin from O'Fallon, Missouri, is our Teamers member of the day. Get your super sweet Teamers member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash teamers. All right, we will take our first break of the morning. We'll come back with another quarterfinal matchup. It's the Craigslist Freak of the Year. So we have the number four and the number five seed going at it. And based on your votes, one of the ads moving on to the semifinals. Oh, 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 getting down to it. Craigslist Freak of the Year, quarterfinals next. Hey, it's Riz. Winter weather is right around the corner, so now's the perfect time for you to make plans to get your family's vehicles over to our good friends at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers for new tires 
and for pre-winter auto service and repairs. Now at Dobbs through the end of the month at all 43 Dobbs locations, you can get spectacular deals on new tires just in time for winter weather driving. I'm talking about money saver deals on great tire brands, including savings of up to 300 bucks on a new set of Goodyear tires, plus valuable deals on new sets of Michelin, BF Goodrich, Continental, and Pirelli tires. Click on go2dobs.com. That's go2dobs.com for complete details on all of Dobbs November deals. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay, out on the deck yesterday. Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy, or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there. Uh, you're gonna get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was it was in disrepair, and the Colchesterville fence deck we did a, a complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Rizzo this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Ah, nice weather yesterday. Spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chesterfield Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention the Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at chesterfieldfence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Hey, this is Matt Eisman, host of American Ninja Warrior. And you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. And I got one thing to say. Happy birthday, Riz. 
right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. Craigslist Freak of the Year quarterfinals coming up. Also, 8 o'clock, Gravity Kills will be here. Local fellas, Gravity Kills have a big show coming up at the pageant uh, next Saturday, the 11th. Also, we'll talk to the master distiller and blender of Metallica's Black and Whiskey, Rob Dietrich, who's got a thing uh, this coming Saturday over at the Wine and Cheese Place. Also, crap on celebrities, porn on birthday, all that fun stuff coming up. Boy, getting down to the end of this uh, Freak of the Week thing. Mm-hmm. Freak of the Year. So, quarterfinals. And then, uh, let me see, we got this quarterfinal matchup, one next week. And then we're straight into the semifinals. And then December 7th, we officially crown the Craigslist Freak of the Year. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. So who is it going to be? I got my ideas. You got your ideas? Yeah, I, well, think I, I think I know who it's going to be for me. Well, we've got the number four and five seed going up against each other in this quarterfinal matchup. Uh, based on your votes, one of the ads moving on to the semifinals. Where'd Rafe go? I think he's, uh, I think a woman trapped him in the hallway. I don't know. He's all right. He'll a woman right. trapped him in the hallway. Like yeah, with, like, like he's got a gag on. I don't know. Like, you know, you just never know what's going on around here. There's a freak in the hallway. I don't know. Huh? A freak in the hallway. That's my understanding. Like, what, what I don't understand is... Like, they know, you know, people need to go back on the air here. You got to no thanks, no time. Yeah. I mean, we got a place to be. Yeah, got things to do. All right, so the number four and five seed going up uh, going up against each other. Uh, Rafe is familiar with these ads, so it's fine. But based on your votes, one of the ads moving on uh, to the semifinals. So you'll vote via Twitter, at R-I-Z-Z Show. And uh, here we go. Uh, Learn, you ready? Yes. Let's do it. Our number four seed. It's the quarterfinals. Craigslist. Where were you? Somebody trap you? Lauren said somebody trapped you in the hallway. Yeah, I said you were gagged and bound in the hallway. I was. I got trapped. Damn, you gotta watch out. There's criminals walking these halls. Yeah, man. Uh, Lauren coming at you. Cake farts. Man for woman. (laughs) 28 years old. Seoul, South (laughs) South Carolina. South Korea. What is your favorite cake topping? (laughs) I'll tell you mine. Big ripping farts. Mm. I want a playful pooter to spend the evening with. Uh, giving me my favorite sweet treat, chainsaw farts on a moist, spongy cake. I will have many types of cake ready to receive your essence. Want a cool sensation? Get naked from the waist down, spread your cheeks, and plop down nice. on an ice cream cake. Ice cream, you scream. We all scream for ice cream. Tee I literally can't get enough. Watching that icing bubble with the shockwave of your flatulence sends shivers down my spine and makes the hairs on my body and other things stand on end. I will Joe while I watch you unload a long, loud, stinky one right on top like a cherry. It's just for me. After you beef all over my little handheld treat, I will gobble it up while it's fresh and get that fart into my belly. Once I hit my finish line, you can do whatever you want to me. Cover me in cake and icing and turn me inside out. I would like to videotape all of our play if you're cool with it. I won't show your face, only that noisy little ass. P.S. 
I don't expect you to do all the work. I will prepare a meal that will make you very gassy so you can bake me up some fresh air biscuits. <laughs> Cauliflower, cabbage, beans, onions, chocolate milk, anything else you request Double that'll change. stir up your insides. American living in Seoul, hoping to find another American out there. All right, that's actually the number five seed. Oh. Uh, Pooter McGavin. Pooter McGavin <laughs> is our number five seed. In competition, the cake farts... Uh, the cake farts guy looking for a lady yes. to do that. To do that. To do that, yes. <laughs> to do that. that. To do that. Uh, <laughs> we first heard from Pooter back in July. Who could forget? July 6th. Fresh air biscuits. Yeah. Okay. I think better we got a fresh. We got a contender, huh? Mm-hmm. Pooter McGavin. Pooter McGavin up against the number four seed. Learn coming at you. Mukbang helper, woman for anyone, 30 years old, Vancouver. Hello, fellow mukbangers. Looking for a partner for an extreme eating and eliminating show. I'm fairly new to the game, but I'm already psyched for the next level. You'll come to my place and feed me. Ramen, burgers, chicken fingers, candy bars, gummies, bacon, takis, fried fish. (laughs) You name it, I'll stomach it. I'm an eating machine. Of course, I'll be live streaming on my channel. Part one is the eating, and part two is the eliminating. I don't purge after all that food. You'll wait for you'll wait with me 24 to 48 hours and document all of my bowel movements. I can't actually stream what happens in the toilet, but you'll be the reporter on the scene. You'll be describing the smell, texture, and the amount. We'll weigh it. You can even sketch it. I know my viewers are curious. It's been my number one question. I eat more than anyone, and I eliminate more than anyone. <laughs> Let's go on this journey together and become stars and maybe make a little money. I don't know anyone else doing a two-part show. All right, that's Lady Kaka. <laughs> Lady Kaka. Kaka. Huh? Mm-hmm. All right, that's the uh, number four seed in the competition. So there you go. That's, that's this quarterfinal matchup. Puder McGavin versus Lady Kaka. One of these ads will move on to face the number one seed, Scatatouille. Mm. Man. The doo-doo bracket is strong. Who is it gonna be? Because next week we'll hear from uh, Susan Boyle and uh, Jason Jisringhausen. Mm. So this is, yeah, this is... Coming out of the crap 10. (laughs) This is an interesting matchup. Uh, Lauren, I I go to you first. Please. Uh, Who will you be endorsing? In this round. It's Pooter McGavin for me, mainly because when I think of rip and flatulence on some icing, I just, I can see the ripples. I can see what happens to that icing in my mind. And to me, that stands out more than anything. Yeah. Like a big old riptide. Okay. All right. Uh, (laughs) Rafe? Yeah, I'm I'm going to second learn. I'm going to go Pooter McGavin. I can almost see the scientific value in Lady Gaga. Like, uh... It's not as freaky to me as much as it's like, hey, yes, this is gross, but hey, we're going to measure it. We're going to weigh it. <laughs> we're going to document this. It almost feels like Darwin, you know, mm-hmm. like in the Galapagos a little bit. It is the Galapagos. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. For, for science? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a little scientific, whereas the other one is just pure freak. Pooter's pure freak, dude. He's in Seoul, Korea looking for a soulmate to rip farts on cake and <laughs> put him in his belly. Yeah. And that it, To me, that is... That is the quintessential essence, no pun intended, of Freak of the Week. Okay. Uh, Moon, who are you endorsing? 
Yeah, you know, I thought you guys were all going to go for uh, for Lady Kaka just because, you know, Poo, um, Poo goes a long way. Poo goes a long way in, in this competition. In of the week, yeah. yeah, it really does. But, uh, yeah, I'm definitely Pooter McGavin because the Lady Kaka... That's uh that's a that's a that's a business. You know what I mean? Like right. they're doing something for somebody else's fetish and that's not their thing. They they're just doing it to make money and do whatever. They are entertainers. And Pooter McGavin, that's his thing. He wants you to put the cherry on top, but the cherry is a, is an air biscuit and I think Pooter McGavin deserves I this. I think I'm there with you. Uh yeah, Lady Kaka is an entertainer. Yes. Are you not entertained? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Are you not entertained? Like you'll watch me eat, and then part two is eliminating, uh, and we're gonna find a workaround because obviously I can't, I can't stream that. Right. So it's what my audience is demanding. Yeah. An entrepreneur. An entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna. Also, I sized up the two meals. I'm not gonna. No pun intended. Crap on that. <laughs> Everything that Lady Kaka was gonna eat sounded good. Bacon. I believe there were Takis involved. <laughs> Candy Takis. bars, fried fish. Yeah, all Ramen, like, burgers. Yeah. This, that sounds like a pleasant meal to have with someone, as opposed to cabbage, chocolate milk. All the, like, oh, Pooter, Pooter yeah, wanted the real. Beans, onions. Yeah. Anything, cauliflower, anything that's going to stir up the insides. Oh, yeah. All right, so for me, for me, it's Pooter McGavin. Uh, the rest of us as well, we're endorsing, endorsing Pooter McGavin to move on to the next round. It's up to you guys. You guys will vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. And tomorrow morning when we sign on, we will tell you who is moving on to face Skatatui. That's right. In the semifinals. I just want to say congratulations to, to all the contestants. You guys have worked so hard to get here. We really have. And, and here we are. This is why we do this. Mm-hmm. Put this in, is why we play the Put game. in all the training. Put in all the hours. Yes. Deserve to be in the finals. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, uh, before we move on to, uh, we got Crab on Celebrities coming up after the break. We do have a concert announcement to make at 8 o'clock. Did you see what it is, Moon? Uh, Possibly. I've seen a lot of concerts. It's a big one. Yes. I know the one you're talking about. An iconic band. An iconic band coming uh, to town playing the amphitheater. Mm -hmm. Last time this band was here, I saw them at the pageant. Oh, that's right. They did. And that was a really cool show. Yeah, they did play the pageant. That was it. Yeah. And it was like immediately sold out. Yeah, this is a big deal coming up. Uh, And I will have the announcement at uh, 8 o'clock. I do want to uh, talk about another big deal, what is something, uh, an event that is quickly becoming iconic. We are once again teaming up with Glory Pro Wrestling for December to Riz member three. Wow. Oh. December to Riz member three is happening. What is this, Riz? It's Sunday afternoon, December 17th at the historic South Broadway Athletic Club. Enjoy an afternoon of in-ring action featuring a special appearance by e- uh, AEW's all-ego Ethan Page. Mm. Along with Warhorse, he's wrestling. My favorite. Dan the Dad and many more of your Glory uh, Glory Pro favorites. Mm. Uh, plus uh, special in-ring, uh, in-ring uh, photo opportunity with us, special giveaways and more with proceeds benefiting our annual uh, food drive and Operation Food Search. So it's a, it's a charity event. Oh. It's December Tourist Member 3, Sunday afternoon, December 17th at the historic South Broadway Athletic Club. All ages show. Tickets are on sale now. And get all the details on December Tourist Member 3 
at 1057thepoint.com. It's fun. Do we if, get uh, to wrestle? or have wonder if Powerhouse is going to make an appearance. Oh. I was going to ask. <clears throat> I've heard rumors. I was going to ask if maybe Powerhouse will be there. I've heard some rumors floating around, but I haven't talked to him in a while, so I don't know. And why don't you see Powerhouse will make an appearance I'll, on the 17th of December? I'll shoot him. He's still got a Hotmail account, so I'll have to shoot him an email, see if he... He's old school. You know, learn if you want, if I, you if you want to I, wrestle, I, I mean, you could get you. I do want a it. simple, uh, you know, physical and blood test, and you are. And I need an outfit. I need a name. <laughs> What's my? <laughs> hang on. If if we could come up with the. The hypochondriac. The, the hypochondriac. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Yes, hypo. Her yeah. Let's her, go. Hypochondriac. Hypochondriac. Her, uh, Captain, Captain hypo. Her finishing move is just taking somebody else's blood pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. You're going to need your blood pressure taken after I'm done with you. Yeah. But like really tight. Yeah. Like, oh no. Oh yeah, no. Too no. tight. My left arm. 150 and up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. December to remember three, Sunday afternoon, December 17th. All the details, 1057thepoint.com. Woods Basement Systems, the all things basementy experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here and that means rain and wet, soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time, they get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basementy experts at Woods Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at go2dobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on go2dobs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Hey, J.B. Scooby, listen to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz, which sounds like j- is not cool. Nah, right. Hey, guys, it's uh, Thursday. Hey, guys. Tune it in. Hi, guys. Uh, Hi. Smash that like button. Hi, guys. We're on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> smash that like button. Leave a comment below. People are liking the hypochondriac wrestling uh, alias, only Lernochondriac. Lernochondriac. I think I might actually, this seems like something I need to do to get the stress out. In the left corner, weighing it at 89 and a half pounds. That's right. I mean, we go down to uh, the Warhorse training facility. I would welcome it. I think I'd be good at this. Like top roping it, body slamming Top roping it. Oh, she's already jumping off the top rope. 
<laughs> with a record of eight knockouts without touching people because, ew. Damn. The Susan Summers, <laughs> Suzanne Summers, I just crush people in my thighs. Damn. Thigh trap. She's Fine. grabbing her inhaler. <laughs> She's got her Here EpiPen. Here comes the hypochondriac. The EpiPen is out. Reports <laughs> unknown. Aww. She's in a bubble. <laughs> she comes out in a big gerbil bubble. Rolls down to the ring. Hell well, yeah. we'll see you. We'll see you at the uh, at the December Tourist Member Three event. Thank you. On December seventeenth, over at the South Broadway Athletic Club. Could see a powerhouse hypochondriac tag team event. Yeah. Hey. Give me on those shoulders. Anything could happen, guys. Anything could happen. Hey, we had fun yesterday doing the number two show, uh, The Advice. The yeah, that was advice, fun, man. The crappy advice uh, for the number two show uh, yesterday. If you missed it, it's up. Uh, it's archived up on uh, on YouTube. Mm -hmm. But yes. the four of us were... Not safe for work, by the way. No. <laughs> the four unedited. of us were in bathroom stalls. That's uh, where you work. Dishing out advice to the listeners. I think we solved some problems, guys, yesterday. I think we did really help some people. And we thanks for everybody that called in, man. It was fun. The lady with the dip got the best advice. She was like, what do I bring to a potluck? And we gave her exactly oh, yeah. what she needed. We told her. But yeah, we'll do it again. If you guys missed it, uh, it's archived up on the YouTube, but we'll do another live. We'll do another live number two show. Soon. 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 I had, uh, I had a lot of fun hanging out I, with you I did too. It was fun. All right. Today is uh, November the 2nd. Back in the day, 50 years ago today in 1973, Billy Joel releases Piano Man. 44 years ago, 1979, Studio 54's owners are arrested for tax evasion. 40 years ago, 1983, Michael Jackson releases Thriller. 28 years ago, in 1995, the Soup Nazi episode of Seinfeld first airs. Is that the best episode? Best episode? Ooh. I think they say the contest mm -hmm. is probably the best episode. The shrinkage episode, too, is good. You it know, might it's, be you the know best. it's a great show when it's hard to, hard to design. Yeah. That might be the best ancillary character episode if we subcategorize into, like, not main characters. Because Seinfeld had a lot of really good, like, outside characters or ancillary characters. Mm. Like, what was the lawyer's name? Jackie... Jackie uh, Childs. Jackie Childs But the Super Nazi is actually based on a real place. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was down the street from my old radio station on uh, 56th <clears throat> Street. And the soup was great. Uh, and the guy was a jerk. And in fact, when, when the Soup Nazi episode aired, the guy was super pissed. Imagine that. Super pissed. Uh, oh, sorry, you have a line three blocks long to get your soup. But then he, he leaned into it, and he started, like, releasing his own line. Oh, really? Of canned soups. Yeah, for all, for all things can be good. Uh, 22 years ago in 2001, Monsters, Inc. was released. Five years ago in 2018, Bohemian Rhapsody was released, the movie. Rami Malek as uh, Freddie Mercury. Did not like that movie. Hmm. Did not like right. it. Him? His character? Like him no, he Freddy? was fine. It's just the story. It was so, like, I guess maybe you know the, the real story of Queen. Mm -hmm. And you know, like, what really happened. And it, this was so, like... Hallmarked. <sighs> Hallmarked and Hollywooded and what's the real story synopsis? Because this is why Sasha Baron Cohen left the project. He was originally Freddie Mercury. That's right. And he walked because he was like, "You guys are whitewashing this whole story. You're not really telling the Freddie. You're kind of." I'll like just say at the end, you know, where he remember he tells the band that he's got AIDS, and then they go and play Live Aid. Uh -huh. Like the timeline is all wrong there. Mm. Like he tells the band he has AIDS, and then. Triumphantly plays Live Aid. You know, yeah. It didn't happen that way. Yeah, that's a bummer.
think that's one of the reasons I never saw it. And I and I want to see it. I want to support Queen. What did you feel like was glazed over? I don't know. There wasn't. I, I feel like there's a. Uh, uh, <sighs> there's a darkness to the to the Queen story. Yeah. You know, Freddie Mercury, Freddie Mercury, you know, struggling with sexuality, and they did they did address that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I think there's a lot more to it than what they showed in the movie, and and, and that's fine. You know, listen. Have you read books? It. Or it, ha- won, it, won, <laughs> it won an Oscar. Okay. But I felt like I really didn't get the real story. It, it was a it was a Y ninety eight version of the story. Sure. That was for like the mainstream of when you don't want to really think about stuff, you just want it to be hand fed to you, and and yeah, yeah. it was a nice whitewash. Is a great and that's way to too say it. complex of a band to do that, right? I mean, is that is that your take? It's just too, it's too, that's fine to do on some things, but that's too complex and too pivotal of a band to to make that icing, right? Yeah, that, and it's like, it's like when the bassist came up with the, you know, doo-doo-doom, boom, another one bites of dust, and they're in the studio, and the guys, you know, and they're like, right. that's it. Yeah, that's. That, hit record. That's going to be a hit. We can hit all see record. it now. And they, boom, boom, boom. next thing you know, it's a huge smash. Was like, this happened like that? Yeah. Was this where Mike Myers was playing their manager? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I saw it just the once, and I, I was, it was all right. It's I, all right. You don't need to see it again. I think, I think the, upset, the upsetting part was, at least for me, and I think for you too, if you remember this, is there was all this talk. Sasha Baron Cohen was talking about doing like a Queen story. And he was going to be Freddie Mercury, and it was going to be like a real deal, like holy the real smokes. nuts and bolts. Yeah, we're going to get into like right. the fire, not just the smoke of like all of the Queen history. And it was like, a, oh my gosh, I didn't think I needed this, but this is going to be so cool. This will be like a book, like reading, yeah, yeah. like a real behind the scenes kind of book, and and that would be great to add to no. the complexities. And they said no, and but there was still like a bunch of buzz about it, and then they were like. Oh wait, we got this other guy who's an, a phenomenal actor, phenomenal actor. But then when it yeah. came out, everybody's like, "Oh yeah, it was a feel-good, clean, easy story." And that—that's, I think that stacked on the Sasha Baron Cohen yeah. letdown was uh, a bit much. Yeah, I saw. There's an article where they asked Brian May like why he left, and he's like, "Queen and Sasha Baron Cohen couldn't agree on what type of movie they wanted to make." And then Baron Cohen said, "Brian May is an amazing musician, but not a great movie producer." Yeah, because originally Brian May wanted to do the story of of Queen after Freddie Mercury died. Like, what happened to the band after? And, and, and they go, nobody cares about that. <clears throat> there are amazing stories about Freddie Mercury, Cohen explained. The guy was wild. Stories of little people with plates of cocaine on their heads walking around at a party. But Baron Cohen learned quickly these stories were not going to make the film. They wanted to protect the legacy of the yeah. band. And that was basically what... Yep. Which got, I which I, I totally understand. I they, we just shouldn't have known about the Sasha Baron Cohen stuff in the works. Imagine sure. if they were like, "Hey, they're going to do a movie about Black Sabbath and Ozzy and all the craziness," and then it came out looking like Fraggle Rock. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody'd be like, "Oh, well, what that, a bummer!" Did you guys like the Dirt when that came out? Yeah, that was. I thought that was, I thought thought that was good. Was done. Well, oh, that was good. Okay. Uh, and three years ago today, in 2020, Baby Shark passes Despacito as the most viewed video on YouTube. Baby Shark now has over 13 billion views, while Despacito can only brag about having 8.3 billion. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what happened back in the day. And now, crap on celebrities. All right. Time time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your 
Crap on celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best, flush the rest, brighthouseco.com. 636-600-0188. A buddy just texted. He said, quit the Queen movie. Only time I thought, I wish this was gayer. <laughs> yeah, it should have been gayer. I agree. Um... <laughs> Cher has been chosen to headline the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. The legendary entertainer is going to appear right before Santa Claus makes his appearance. Whoa. Uh, doing doing what? She's Lip syncing. Yeah, she'll be lip syncing. Uh, other lip syncing performers that day will be uh, John Batista, Belle Biv DeVoe, Brandy, Chicago, Invo. Hey. Wait, wait, this is for what? This, this is, is for the Macy's Day Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day Parade. Day Parade oh, which I watch okay. every so, year. So when you say lip syncing, you weren't talking about Cher. You were talking about because that's how they do that. That's how they do it. That's all. how they do so, it, yeah. yeah. Absurd. Oh, it's, a, it's so absurd to watch them knowing that it's all lip synced. Did you yeah, go to this man. as a kid? Like did, I went once. Did you? Was it uh, not as, as a kid, as Night, an adult? Nightmare. Oh. I don't. I'm not a parade person. Mm. Okay. Did you take your kids? Like, did you no. take the family? Well, the parade will yeah. include 16 giant character balloons, 12 marching bands, and a whole lot of fun. It's one of those, uh, I only went just to say I went. Yeah. But like, if you're a local, like, if you're a local, you don't go to Times Square for, sure. for New Year's. If you're a local, you don't go to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Carl the intern from Casey used to go and be in the parade and hold balloons. Oh, I've, uh, my mom's cousin does that every year. Oh, really? She holds, Is it hard? A, to do that? Like, I feel like that's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. But... Every year she does. I, I don't no. think she does it anymore, but for a long time she did it. You got to wear, like, a matching leotard and stuff. And oh, hold really? the, yeah, like, they all have, like, suits and things that you got to wear. Like, Two jobs. Uniform. Hold rope. Don't fly away. Exactly. Did you hear my cousin Jackie? She's on Snoopy this year. <laughs> oh, Snoopy? That's, like, that's a big one. <laughs> Uh, Greta Van Fleet might be the first band to get their own kombucha. The group has teamed up uh, for Tribucha for a new flavor called Controlled Burn. They say it features flavors of ginger, cayenne, and turmeric. Uh, experience an ode to the artist's soul within us all. Make a toast to the tales yet unwritten. Moon, thoughts? Greta know, Van Fleet kombucha. I like kombucha. Yeah, I think I would try this, especially <laughs> if I, you know, if you're a big old Greta okay. fan. Controlled Burn is on sale now at local locations of Publix, which I don't think we have any locally. <laughs> a long-awaited new Beatles song, Now and Then, finally arrives today. We have a little snippet of the audio of this. Oh, we actually, oh, we really do. And I haven't listened to it yet. I just put it in the crap on folder because uh, I wanted to have a first reaction with you guys if you haven't listened to it either. Huh. Um, it's the last recording ever to feature all four Beatles together. So it's out today. Why wasn't this released prior to? Um, I don't know, actually. Did Paul say anything about they this? Just got an archive. He... Oh, yeah, everybody's involved. Oh, Paul's, oh, yeah, Paul's doing the press for this, too. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, he's. this is... Paul and Ringo have given their stamps of th approval. Their thumbs up. And, and I think they've just been holding on to or maybe refining it. Um, but Peter Jackson did the music video for it, which we'll put up on the blog. But, yeah, you got a little bit of it right I here. do. This is the... The new and final Beatles this is it. song. This is it. All right, here we go. Let me give it now and uh, then. Just do here. <laughs> it's got a familiar ring to it. I think I got it now. I love it. I yeah. A plus. It's pretty good. That's great. You let Paul do lead vocals. On that. <laughs> yeah. It's got a George kind of uh, George, style. yeah, it has, it has <laughs> a George <laughs> tempo, <laughs> but definitely McCartney-inspired lyrics. All right, fine, here it is. There's John's in his apartment oh, in New York rant. City, banging away at his piano, oh, doing a little demo. Right. Is it something we shouldn't do? Every time I thought like that, I thought, wait a minute, let's say I had a chance to ask John, hey John, 
Hey, Would John. you like us to finish this last song of yours? I'm telling you, I know the answer would have been, yeah, he would have loved that. There was very strange Worst when we song. started. I don't know. Hang on, I'm emailing you something else. After I apologize. all those years and all that life. All right, there's Ringo. <laughs> peace and love. Peace and love. All right, so I see George. Uh, so, so Ringo and Paul are okay. there. I'll, this is cool. I'll go with this. I just this emailed cool. it to you. Sorry. It's a video. Prepare yourself. Uh, it's going through cyberspace now. Yes, it's the Willy Wonka Mike TV. Your mom is in the chat, by the way, and said, don't make fun of her accent. Okay. <laughs> you almost did it there. <laughs> you see Aunt Jackie? <laughs> That's cute. All right. So All right. Sorry, people. Here we go. Okay. Where's the play button? Oh, no. Oh, it's not out yet. Oh, so it hasn't even... Premieres... Uh, Coming soon. At 8 a.m. Well, it I'm on Pins and Needles. at 8 a.m. Uh, tomorrow. We did this what? too early. No. We started tomorrow? Crap That's on what it says. Premieres in 24 by. hours, November 3rd Another at F. 8 a.m. Okay, anyway. All right. Way to go, Learn. Sorry. This is why I get paid the big bucks. Um, Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr finished the song last year using AI technology to separate uh, John Lennon's vocals from the original demo. Um, and so, yes, the music video will be out tomorrow at 8 o'clock our time. That is directed by Peter Jackson. Thought I did the right MP3. I did not. That's all. Anyway. Huey Lewis is heading to Broadway next year. The Heart of Rock and Roll is a romantic comedy set to the music of Huey Lewis and the News. I have audio of this that actually is Huey Lewis, I swear to God. Um, Gloria. Where where he talks about (laughs) developing the show. Um, So here he is. is. Huey Lewis. It's an original storyline. It's not about me or or my life, but um, uh, but it... All the music is Huey Lewis and the News music. And it's been sort of reimagined by our musical director, Brian Usifer, who's brilliant. And each song has been given a, a completely different setting than, than we did. And, and the whole thing is a really, it's been just a wonderful experience, you know. Interesting. in There's this? Huey. I, uh, Doesn't he have some uh, bad hearing problems? He did. And that's why he, he actually was working on this. Because he couldn't go out and perform or do anything as um, invasive, I guess, as what he was doing before musically. And so working on this musical is an activity he got to do because his hearing is kind of shot. Huey Lewis rules, dude. That's like all of the best parts of rock, uh, ska, horns. Like, I mean, dude, if, if you're listening to Chicago or you're listening to those sort of like yacht rock playlists and all that kind it's of a stuff. sports record? Just, yeah, just do a This Is Huey Lewis uh, uh, playlist and tell me that you're not in a better mood. Oh, yeah, like, man. You're just living a better life. Yeah, like the Huey Lewis channel on Spotify. Oh, it rips. I always go to American Psycho, so that movie kind of ruined Huey Lewis and the news for me. It didn't make it better? No. I just imagine blood everywhere and Jared Leto's dead and... You know, hurts my heart. Hey, Brooke Shields suffered a grand mal seizure recently. Bradley Cooper came to her rescue. This story is really interesting. So Brooke Shields had been drinking a ton of water for an extended period of time. Uh, She was very busy and um, she always felt dehydrated. The water flooded her system, caused her sodium levels to completely drop, and her seizure hit right after she entered a club. Everything started to go black, she says. My hands dropped to my side, and I went headfirst into a wall. She was frothing at the mouth, 
Her skin turned totally blue, and she was trying to swallow her tongue. Oh. Next thing she knew, she was riding in an ambulance with Bradley Cooper holding her hand. So one of her, somebody at the club tried to contact Brooke Shields' husband, kept getting an assistant. There was like a phone tag situation happening. And so the next person that knew Brooke that was happened to be nearby Uh was Bradley Cooper. And so Man. he was like, absolutely all right in the ambulance with you and just stay with you until your husband gets here. And so she said, if this is what death is, where you wake up and Bradley Cooper's going, I'm going to go to the hospital with you, Brooke. And he's holding my hand. She's like, it was the best case scenario for having a seizure Dude. and getting the help she, she needed. She woke up and he's like, hey, I just wanted to have another look at you. <laughs> I know you can I know you can flush flush your, your your system out with too much water and all that, but she must have not been eating or something. Right. Like, something you, else you know, going like, on. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't on a show day or something, or she had something to do that night. She had or? just a ton yeah, she was like stacking up three different projects at yeah, once. Yeah, she must not, not have been eating. eating and then drank too much water and all this kind of crazy stuff, because that doesn't just up and happen when you right. have no sodium like that. that. That's like a Well, water intoxication is a thing. You can drown in there. That's, yeah, that's, that like is when a, your levels of uh Sodium are off. Mm-hmm. Remember that whole hold your wee for a wee contest? Yeah, and then they somebody a somebody kid died. passed away, right? No, it's a woman. Oh, you ever hear that story, Rafe? This, ra- is, a, this is a radio contest. radio contest. I believe it was in Sacramento. They were given. It was when Nintendo Wii was the hot was the hot toy, mm-hmm. and you couldn't get one. Right. So this radio station did a contest where they had listeners come in, and whoever could drink the most water and not have to go to the bathroom won the Nintendo Wii. Yeah, because some scientist radio guy was like, it's just water. Right. I, you know what? I'll be you honest with you. you. I wouldn't have thought about it. Same. I wouldn't have thought about Did it. Did you ever known. see Liar Liar? Um, no. Remember that he says something like, uh, while he's, uh, you know, because he's like a lawyer and he can't lie. Remember? And he says something like, uh, I, I got to go to the bathroom. And he goes, do you really? And he says something about, you know, how dangerous it is to hold it. Like, Come on, man. Here it Jim is. Carrey taught us at that I, I know it wouldn't be healthy for your bladder. Right. But I wouldn't think somebody would die. A, a woman wound up dying. Yeah. There's been a lot of fraternities shut down for this. Like hazing. Really? They but like, that's but that's usually for alcohol. Right? No, they switched to water because of alcohol poisoning, and then somebody died from acute water. Same thing. They made them, like, chug water as, like, and then it thins yeah. your blood. I don't think Brooke Shields was doing uh, any sort of hazing was water. Was she trying to win a Nintendo Wii? <laughs> she was. Yeah, she actually wa- needed a new <laughs> water intake console. So um, careful out there, man. No, no extremes. In other celebrity news, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner was, were seen having a major fight or discussion, I guess we should call this. Later, Ben was then spotted backing his car into another vehicle. No. And oh, all I think about man. is him with that meme of him taking a huge drag off of a cigarette and like just looking like so pissed yeah. off. So I don't know what's going on there, but he backed into somebody, had oh, to get yeah. insurance involved. Everything's, everything's coming up Ben. Huh? That's right. I like Ben Affleck. I do too. He's got a bad I'm rooting life. for the guy. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know. There's something about him. Like, I think we could hang out. What is it that. about him? I don't know. Like, I feel like we could, like, if, if I met him, we could be friends. What version of Ben Affleck in your head, character-wise, do you like Ben? Like, who, when you think of that, like, I could hang out I with I think ben of meme. Ben Affleck, okay. looking all surly. Is that who you would want to play you in the in the Scott Rizzuto story? In the oh, yeah. noted the Scott Rizzuto biopic that will be raw and unedited, nothing like Bohemian Rhapsody. I could see that. Ben Affleck would be good. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, how tall good. is Ben Affleck? He's is tall. That, okay. Well, He's that's tall. not going to uh, work. We could <laughs> CGI. Yeah. We'll, we'll CGI out his shins. Hollywood magic. Yeah. <laughs> 
In other bad CGI driving news. CGI out the shins. Uh, Alan Ruck, who we all know from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Cameron and Succession, uh, reportedly crashed his car into a pizza shop in Hollywood. So these people are driving like lunatics in Hollywood. Uh, he was driving his Rivian R1T electric pickup truck, which is cool as hell. And TMZ said the accident happened Tuesday night near the Walk of Fame. One person was injured after the crash, and Ruck uh, stuck around for authorities to investigate. Uh, there is no indication of DUI, in case you're already judging. Oh. Okay, two things. Yes. Thing number one, <laughs> uh, just received word that the Gravity Kills guys got the date wrong. They're coming tomorrow. Great. All right. <laughs> Read, read that from the boss, because I I just texted the boss. I go, it's eight o'clock. Where Where's the friggin' band? You can read it. <laughs> you can read it. Jeff got the date wrong. He thinks he's coming in tomorrow. Does that work? Yeah, he's it's very fine. sorry. <laughs> it happened. Yeah, let, yes. let me write him back. He thinks he's coming that's, in tomorrow. Does he? That's fine. Fine. Hey guys, gravity kills tomorrow. 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 Right. tomorrow. Yeah. Forward to it. Uh, and it is eight o'clock. Promo. Mm-hmm. So I guess I do have to make this uh, very large Please concert do announcement. One oh five seven. The point welcomes. Oh, drummer. Sorry, it looked like he had a horn in his hand, but <laughs> no, no, drumsticks. <laughs> horn guys, get out of here. One oh five seven. The point welcomes. Green Day. Coming to the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater Thursday, August 15th. Check out the openers, dude. With Rancid mm. and the Linda Lindas. It's the Savior's Tour. Green Day, Rancid, the Linda Lindas. Thursday, August 15th, Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Tickets are on sale officially next Friday at 10 a.m. Right on. That's a ripping show. I saw Rancid once. Rancid is so good, At dude. a warp Tour. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Rancid has been so good for decades. From, I mean, you ever seen Rancid? <clears throat> I don't OG, think I've seen them. OG no. records, newer records, mm-hmm. all of them. I like Transplants a little bit better. Really? Uh, Transplants Rancid. was cool. Lars right from yeah. Rancid and, and, and Travis Barker. And Tim. Um, with Tim Armstrong. With Tim Armstrong. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. That's cool as hell. I will be going to that show. August 15th. That's a, th- oh, it's a Thursday. Uh, I will go. It'll be great. We can't take Friday off. Okay. Well, hey, on that note, and finally, the top 10 Green Day songs of all time. Let's Boy, go. see how that fits in? See that? How about that? Oh, my goodness. It's the like top- we timed it perfectly the, for Gravity show's- Kills to forget today was the day. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow we'll do Isn't that great? Yeah. Something fun for Green Oh, man, out. he thought it was tomorrow. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> no big deal. All good. Happens. Hey, you guys, when you come in tomorrow, you better bring a deli tray, okay? You're right. Oh, yeah. They did prosciutto. I thought you were telling Rafe and me to bring a deli tray. Like, <laughs> no. what did we Some do? Some Swiss. He did well, bring Well, I a deli brought tray. deviled eggs for Gravity Kills, <laughs> and now I'm embarrassed because tomorrow is not National Deviled Eggs Day. Mm. Yeah, and those, are, those don't hold over good. Apparently, punctuality kills. Hey, you're serious. Oh, you're serious you know about the I mean. charcuterie board, right? Because I am. <laughs> you know I never joke about charcuterie boards. Good. It's not a laughing matter. That last no. charcuterie board is going to be hard to beat that we got. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, top Green Day songs of all time. Yes. Okay. Uh, here's what they're going to say. They're going to say it's uh, either American Idiot or they're going to say Wake Me Up When September Ends. Mm-mm. Nah. When I Come Around. American Idiot is on the list, but number six. Oh, they're going to say uh, When Good I Come Riddance. Around. When I Come Around is number five. Um, Basket is Case. It? Number three. Okay. Number one is not going to be one that we love. 
it's no, going to be I mean, like a. It's not going to be a dookie one. Stink breath. It's not a dookie one. It's not? No. And that's I surprising. I thought for sure it would be. No, it's going to be Boulevard of Broken Dreams. It's not that. Stink breath. That's number eight. It's Geek Stink Breath. Geek Stink Breath. That's not even top 10. Which <laughs> is my favorite song of theirs. Yeah. Okay, what about uh, uh, Banat? Welcome to Paradise. Dinner. I already said that. That's number, number 10. 10. Okay. What about Banat? Banat. I'm trying. Banat. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's that called? I forgot already. The Hitching a Ride? No, Hit- no, 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 no. I. Uh, I'm counting sheep, but running yeah. out. Uh, what is that? Uh, on my own. Here we go, Feeny. Yeah. Bra- brain stew. That brain is stew. number Thank nine. <laughs> we can think of. We don't know the damn title. <laughs> Jesus of Suburbia. That is number one. That is a great song. It's a good song. It's not their best song. American yeah, I don't Idiot think it's their best song. album? Yeah, that's yeah. a good song. Okay. Um, all right, that's a long need... one. Too. Do you know that one? Jesus of Suburbia? Very uh, long. It wasn't my favorite record. Jesus of Suburbia. American Idiot. Did I get it? Where, where's American that Idiot on That exactly there? like them. American Idiot was number six. You guys need two, four, and seven right now. She? She is number seven. Oh, great song. Um, uh, Jar. No. We played we play Longview on Saturday, but that's probably Longview's not. number four. What? Great song. Someone say Basket Case. Oh, yeah. Somebody did say Basket Case. Okay. Longview rips to play, by the way. If you want to play a song and you, you're not quick enough to do Basket Case or any of those other ones, just that that little, like, kind of almost swing groove, the band, a band, a band, a band, a band, a band, a band. Did we open the show with? Did what we, we open the show with so that? Far. I think you did. I don't know. We switched it up a lot. What have we gotten so far? Okay, okay you just need number two. So, Jesus number suburbia. 10, hang on. Number 10, Welcome to Paradise. Number nine, Brain Stew and Jaded. Number eight, Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Number seven, She. Number six, American Idiot. Number five, When I Come Around. Four, Long view, basket case number three, number one, Jesus of Suburbia. Good, Good riddance. riddance. Good riddance. Oh, I already said that. Two. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't it's hear you. cool. <laughs> and that's your crap on celebrities. Your celebrities that are celebrating birthdays on this day. Oh, man. You told me how to say this. Is it Karamo? Karamo. Very oh, good. hey, baby. Karamo Brown uh, is 43. Nelly is 49. Hi, Karamo Brown. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> said Danny DeVito would play me in my. <laughs> oh, my world, brother. Marisol Nichols is 50. Fieldy from Corn is 54. David Schwimmer is 57. Oh. Bobby Dahl, poison bass player, is 60. Uh, Katie Lang is 62. Michael Buffer, I don't even want to say what he's famous for because I feel like I'll, I'll be I'll say it. Let's well. get ready to do things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, Let's get, get prepared <laughs> to tussle. Be prepared to crumble. Michael Buffer is 79 and Stephanie Powers, that's Jennifer Hart on Heart to Heart, is 81 years old. And I loved that show because it came on after Dukes of Hazard. Watch the hell as a kid watching Heart to Heart, not the demo they were looking for. (laughs) Robert Wagner. They were married in real life, right? Robert Wagner and who? Wasn't those Heart to Heart people married in real life? I don't know what that is. I don't even know that show. I thought that was a Melissa Joan Hart uh, spinoff or something. I don't oh, know. Dude, what it was think. like a husband and wife detective agency. <laughs> it came on after. I, the what? only reason I know Why is. Why did it, you dance when you. I don't know, because it was kind of. He goes, detective agency. Because in the beginning, they're like back to back inside a heart, and they're dancing around. I could see it in my head so 1979 clearly. to 1984. I don't know what this oh, is. Play the theme song to Heart to Heart. Let's get that flagged. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Give me the th- give me the uh, heart to heart full to heart episode. Theme song. Let's see. Does this does this have the theme in the beginning? Oh, yeah. season one. All right, hang on, hang on. It's got an Go airplane. Back to the <laughs> 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 I love those old horns. This is my boss, Jonathan Hart, a self-made millionaire. Millionaire. Oh, by the guy. Tell me that don't make you want to dance, dude. Listen to that music. This is Mrs. H. She's gorgeous. 
What a joke. The guy narrating is a guy from the Glorious song. That's amazing. Stephanie Powers. Oh, by the way, my name is Max. Hi, Max. Hi, Max. I take care of them, which ain't easy, because their hobby is murder. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Tell me that doesn't make you want to groove, man. It does. <laughs> Somebody remix that. P. Diddy, get on that. <laughs> Mystery horns. <laughs> All right. Uh, today's uh, porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's work, Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Claudia Atkins. And today's birthday girl has been in 177 fine films, including All Anal on the Western Front, oh. <laughs> Asses Galore 12, Booty Duty 9, The Butterface Pageant. That's how the West was won, by I'm the sorry, way. The Butterface Pageant? The Butterface. Oh. The Butterface. Like butter. No, no, no. No. That's not what that oh. means. Oh, that's referring to. Butterface is the... Uh, oh, Butterface. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Body's like, great. Great body. Like everything sucks. Oh, wow. Face. Everything Butterface. Yeah. No, sucks face is a different thing. Oh. Butterface is a different... <laughs> this is the Butterface pageant. Uh, Chrissy the Campus Slut. Down the Hatch 4. Dude, I Banged Your Mother 3. Great. Uh, fast yeah. Times. <laughs> fast Times at Deep Crack High 2. It's Okay, She's My Mother-in-Law 5. Young Buns 1. And who could forget a role in 2005's Fudge at the Bottom? Goo mm. Diamond Phillips was in Young Buns 1. <laughs> uh, Claudia Atkins is 51 years old. It's Porno Birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays. And that was your crap on celebrities. Senor, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. And happy birthday, Riz! Uh, apparently, there was a date mix-up, and Gravity Kills will be here tomorrow. All right, settle down, Riz. You got it mixed Jeez. up, Riz. I didn't get it mixed up. I'm upset. Did you guys see Melissa Valenciennes? Just did your promo. Did you see her Halloween costume on Instagram? No. Well, she, she went as Edgar from the Men in Black movie. Edgar suit. The Edgar suit. That is brilliant, oh. dude. That's brilliant. I, and I made it a reference to it yesterday. really good. Can, can you pull up a picture? I made a reference to it yesterday to Rafe. Uh, and uh, he goes, oh, spe- speaking of <laughs> Edgar suit, yeah. like, she just wore that. Oh, the Vincent D'Onofrio character. Sugar water. Yeah, it's really great. Oh, yeah. okay, that guy. Let's see what she looks like. That's the best part of that entire movie is when the, the wife goes, he, he was wearing an Edgar suit. Egger. He calls him Egger. Egger. Or she calls him Egger. Uh, let's see. Let's, uh, the lesson you are. Let's see. Is this it? It would be on her Instagram. Instagram. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, I did that's see that. brilliant. With the roach coming out oh. of her mouth and the overalls. Yeah. There's like pictures of her walking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. She did a good job, man. That's a cool costume. <laughs> <laughs> she can't even stop laughing when she's doing it. That's a great costume. That is, dude. That's a good costume. Edgar suit. What and the it, little uh, cat with the galaxy on his neck. I know. Uh, oh, yeah. Orion's looks, belt. Everybody looks forward to uh, Heidi Klum's Halloween outfit every year. Like oh, she yeah. She does, does it up. What, did, what was she this year? I didn't see. Man, the worm last year was The worm last incredible. year. Incredible. 
But Heidi Klum has a huge Halloween party every she's year. She's like known for it. And she, yeah, she's known for her Halloween costumes. Last year, she was the worm, which was incredible. It was so funny. All the, I mean, she was essentially laying down on red carpets because she couldn't move in that thing. Uh, what is she, a peacock? Whoa. Yep. She's wild, man. She's a peacock her. with like uh, other people. Other as people her. as her, her wings. Huh. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean that's no worm. Oh, what? But that is egg. I mean, it's it's a nice costume. That is incredible. One, Seal. two, three, four. So it's, yeah, five people. <laughs> a, seals in Seal the egg. Is the egg. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to get back in with her. Yeah, I thought seals remarried. He probably is. Oh, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's like eight or nine people. Eight or nine people as her wings. That's and she's just wearing the velvet blue, uh, like uh, morph suit. Wow, that's cool. Okay. All right, let's get to uh, some of your emails. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. Oh, yeah. Cool feet. Cool feet, bro. Hey, cool feet. Hey, cool feet. Heard your segment on sex toy donations to thrift stores. My wife works at Goodwill, and they take brand new sex toys as long as they are boxed and sealed. They do? Cool. Her store once got a large donation from what was probably a nearby sex shop closing down. They will price and sell them behind the glass counter where you have to ask to see them. Whoa, they should have a beaded curtain room. Oh, yeah. Beaded. Ain't no beaded curtain room. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's the beaded room. Like, you know, at the old school video stores where they had the beaded curtain where they sold the adult. It was all pink Where you could rent out the adult videos. Mm-hmm. And if you were a kid with your friends, one guy screw up his courage real tight, make a run for it under them beads. Yeah. Let's see what's going on in this just forbidden to see, room. Just to look at the, the case. Just to look room. at the, the back of the yeah. VHS. And that was enough. That's all we needed. That's all we needed, guys. Next. Cheddar Bay Boys. Hello, fellers, and beautiful learn. Oh, Team Riz member Laura here. Riz was talking about bringing his Cheddar Bay biscuits last year. Have you ever made chicken pot pies with biscuits on top? I've never made chicken pot pie. Instead of biscuits, you use the Cheddar Bay biscuits. Uh, You'll need two boxes. Trust me, it is so good. It will blow your mind. You're welcome. I can can imagine them being good. I bet it is really good. I'm not like a soggy bread person, though. So (laughs) what is my problem, first of all? But like, Oh, my God. He's rubbing off on you. I know. I mean, it bakes on top, so it's still... (sighs) I'll do it. I'll try it. Before I hate it, I'll try it. You know who's got a really good chicken pot pie? Who's that? Shout out to uh, Lee's. Big Chief. Oh, oh yes. that's a pl- that, I've only been there the once, <clears throat> and it's damn good. Big Chief up in Wildwood. Went to Malinche yesterday as well. Oh, yeah, the Mexican place? <sighs> Delicious. Legit, right? I didn't get them, but pork rinds with your nacho chips with the trio of queso, yeah. salsa, and guac. And they are hand-making that guac because it tastes just oh, like my mom's. Yeah. yeah, I told you. That's like somebody's grandma cooking in the back. It was awesome. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed that. But uh, the uh, Big Chief and their chicken pot pie. Shout out to Chicken Pot Pie and Big Chief. Big Chief, the best. I've never uh, I've never made it, I've never made chicken pot pie at home. Unless it's one of those like Marie Calendar. Oh, know, yeah, yeah. Uh, Unless somebody else made it halfway. Which are good. <laughs> those, you ever have a, like an individual Marie Calendar yeah, like chicken pot that's pie? that's preparing a chicken pot pie. Only that's the That's putting it in the oven. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, reheating it. Yeah. But those are good. It's been a long, long amount of years since I've had one of those. Was Marie, is Marie Calendar the brand? Yeah. They also have sweet pies, but also pot chicken pies. Chicken pot pie. Yeah. That sounds good. Chicken pot pie. Uh, next. I broke up with my girlfriend one time because her parents were ugly. 
<laughs> what? Her mom's eyebrows always look like she was violently angry, and the dad looked like a melted thumb. Now, wh- I, I, get it. I, I think when you guys were talking about, remember you you asked. We talked about this. You asked, have you ever broken up with somebody for a ridiculous reason or yeah. for a weird reason? And this this is when this email came in. I was 28, thought maybe it was a bad picture. But when I went with her for Christmas, I was like, I don't want these people in the photos. Of, I don't want oh. these people in my photos for the rest of my life. <laughs> This week, the girlfriend and I are going to Nashville to see Queen. We're staying for a few days, and I was wondering what places uh, we should check out and great places to eat. Okay, first off, I get it. Uh, if you're planning on uh, marrying this woman, and you go, oh, man, these jeans, are, the ugly jeans are in here yeah, somewhere yeah, yeah. next day. Well, the funny thing is, like, I can understand. I mean, you know, the, the, I, I remember seeing some not, TV show. I'm not taking my chances. I remember seeing some TV show with Cindy Crawford, like, in the 80s or the 90s, and she was talking about how beautiful her mother was and how that's such a relief to her because, you know, every woman ends up looking like their mother. That was, like, a quote or, you know, paraphrasing kind of what she said, and it made, it made you think. And this guy... Breaks up because the mom is ugly and and whatever, but not because he's worried about his girlfriend's jeans. But he, he says because he doesn't want ugly people in his pictures. Right. For the rest well, of how his many life. how many pictures of your in laws do you have? That's what I mean. That's so weird. And how ugly are these people? The <laughs> dad is like a melted thumb. A melted thumb and violent, angry eyebrows on, on the mom is what he's well, saying. Well, the eyebrows he can fix. I don't know anything about that thumb though. Wow. That's the. Jig is up there. I don't hey, know. Hey, by the way, sometimes ugly people make the most beautiful people. True. It's true. It and does so, reset. And, and yeah, and, and beautiful people don't always make beautiful people. We've, true. We've that, seen that. There's, there's a spectrum, dude, everywhere. and it's a circle. It is a horseshoe. <laughs> and it goes all the way around. And when the two ends touch, you go back to ugly. Like people, you can breed yeah. ugly out, but if you get too hot, Ugly comes back. Yeah, ugly that, comes that, that's the There's always ugly gene in yeah, there. Yeah, dude, it that's happens. The you can rid of it. That's the beauty of all of it. They, that's why they, you should marry a seven. Dude, they've done studies for, an eight. for millennia on trying to like breed genius, and that's the beauty of it. Genius is random. It, it's like everything. That's the beauty of the human condition is that it's all so freaking random. I'm serious. I'm serious, dude. That's like a, that's like a proven thing, man. Genius comes from, from the most random, strange places. It yeah. don't come from genius plus genius. It doesn't always happen like that. Mm-mm. I love you, man. Forrest Gump. Yeah. I love what? your brain. You got a beautiful mind. Forrest I'm not, Gump. I'm not even messing with you right now. I just think it's good. <laughs> I like you where your can't brain breed goes. ugly out of the gene pool. It's it's always it's always it's here lurking. For a reason, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's, it's down deep it's, in the in the. I hate, in the it has its part to play. I hate to tell you all it's this. It's like the Grinch. It's in there, dude. You're a mean one, Mister Ago. <laughs> We all He's have just lurking ugly. in the shadows. We will all be ugly. We either were ugly when we were born, yeah. or we will be ugly when we die, or we're ugly right now. But we all mm. get ugly. We all have a hot moment too, right? Mm, no. You have peak. You have peak hotness. All of us and you peak have, ugliness. Yep. Yeah. I wouldn't say everyone peaks hot. <laughs> I, I peaked. Everyone in, peaks in, though. In my early twenties. <laughs> I peaked in 2012. That was my hottest year. That's it. <laughs> really? R.I.P. 2012. 2012. I got in the best shape ever. My hair was thick. Smoking hot. Uh, when I was opinion. like 20, uh, 21, I scored an 8 out of 10 on Hot or Not. Remember that website? Oh, wow. tight. That yeah. you feel like it's all been downhill it's since way, there? Yeah, it's been downhill. <laughs> it's over. That was my peak. Eight, at, 8 out of 10. <laughs> We're moving into the ugly now. Maybe I haven't so even seen my, my prime buddy, yet. Steve Cavino. Who did, remember HotOrNot.com? Super yeah, hot yeah, himself. Yeah. So my buddy Steve Cavino, and you, you know what he looks like. Oh, yes. He used to call him the hottest uh, Latin in Manhattan. Jerk. He had a ten out of ten, and I was an eight out of ten. Good for you, man, that's good. Like I, I thought it was great. I I think I got like yeah. a six back hey, in two thousand and one. Not asking for the moon here. You just want to be not a four. I wanted to be higher than a five. Yeah. 
So I scored an eight. I'm like, we're good. He got a 10. Does it exist? Hotornot.com? No, yeah, I've looked at it. No, it does not. I wish it did. That's the social media I want back. For those of you who don't know, that's what Facebook was originally, right? Yeah. Basically, this was early, early 2000s. It was hotornot.com. It was mm-hmm. just pictures of people, and you just rate them. And you just, you know how you uh, swipe left? That's what you would do, and you just rate people. And they would, everybody would have, like, kind of a cool, this is, like, before filters were a thing. So it was raw dog photo. Oh, yeah. There you were know? no, yeah, there were no Instagram filters. This was you. Everybody kind of did the secret internet fatty angle where, and my girlfriends and I all did this in college, where you shoot from above down so nobody can see your jowls. This is when I think you had to scan a picture into. Oh, yeah. <laughs> took two hours. When you had to scan a picture to put it up on the internet, you actually have a scanner, mm. or when uh, you know when digital cameras were actually you had to put a disc into the camera. Mm-hmm. Connect like the one wire. Of the hard, like either you know hard floppy disk. Yeah, SD drive, right? Or yeah, or you could actually plug your plug it into the into the computer. But hotornot.com, not a thing anymore, huh? Yeah, you yeah, don't think so. <clears throat> I mean, I, th- I mean, I'm sure there's. I mean, it's the freaking internet. It's 2023. It's Look not. at all the vile stuff that's happening. I'm sure there's some version of oh, it. Oh, well, listen. You just post your picture anyway, and everybody's gonna. Oh, this everybody's is gonna a pornography rate, site. Everybody's, <laughs> everybody's gonna rate you anyway. But yeah, that's gonna be on my tombstone. Hot or not, eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. <laughs> he talked to us. You have the photos eight, eight still out of ten that you posted. Two thousand one. Is there like a hard drive somewhere that you? T- I want to see that Who photo, knows? and we need to get that on a shirt. Risho merch, twenty twenty four. Yeah, eight out of ten with your picture. That would be good merch. Be funny. Roseanne. Three out of five stars. Photo. Eight out of ten. Hot or not? <laughs> Two thousand one. Uh, next. Uh, looking for some updates from Moon. I heard Moon say many times that Madonna owes him dinner, but I've never heard the story behind it. I also have been listening to an old podcast which started with an argument over whether Moon was testing or training for his yellow belt. I need to know if Moon ever got his yellow belt and if he stuck with it or if his parents let him quit. <laughs> Love the show. Keep up the good work. I actually brought a cinder box and a two-by-four. <laughs> yeah. For your test. For your test. test us today. Okay. Well, firstly, uh, Madonna owes me dinner because I was on Madonna's label. Uh, we were on uh, Maverick Records with Guy O'Siri was our A&R guy, and, and Madonna owned it. And uh, we said, hey, are we going to meet Madonna? And he said, <laughs> he laughed at us, and he goes, yeah, if you get a gold record, if you sell gold, which was 500,000 records, if you go gold, you'll meet Madonna. You know, we'll, we'll go out to dinner. Well, we went platinum, baby. Mm. That's two golds. That's right. And then we had that's a third two, gold record with our DVD. dinner with appetizer. So she owes yeah. me three dinners. Three dinners are coming my way. Still have yet to meet Madonna. Dang it. And then the yellow belts, I got it, baby. And I was like 38 years old when I got it. Yeah. <laughs> the it reason like great. Outside, <laughs> the kids. hell out of little kids, yeah. <laughs> my parents did let me quit. Uh, I was doing it for my kids because my son was just like ultimately shy. And um, and he needed to get involved in some of these things. And I was like, you know what? If I just do this, maybe I can kind of ease out. And it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And I realized how not good a shape I was in. And, By the way, uh, shout out to Sensei Brett. Good dude. Yeah, dude. It's so funny because he was uh, he was our, our 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 instructor and our sensei, and now he's Riz's family's sensei. Yeah, how Every cool is that? Got a sensei, I'm sure right? the guy's cool, but just that's Brett's a funny awesome, name, dude. dude. Shout out to sensei. This is my Brett. sensei, sensei Brett. Brett. <laughs> nah, man, this guy is pretty badass. I'm like, sure he is. It's like just a funny name, Brett. Yeah. It's a funny name for a sensei. Yeah. Shout out to Sensei Terry as well. Hey, Sensei Terry. <laughs> Shout out to Sensei Terry, too. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. That guy will kick 
your ass. Both of them. Brett was on the somebody, Brett was on the national else. team. What is? Yeah, it's like a world champion of beating the hell out of somebody with a boat oar. What is it, Brett? What? What? With a boat oar. <laughs> what is it in a kid peel when they're specific martial art? Drax them sclounced and he's like, "We fixing to get some crazy up on these Terries." <laughs> <laughs> you know what, what? No, I have no idea what you said, but I liked it. Oh, dude, there's an episode of Key and Peele where they're on an airplane and they both have like wild facial hair, and they're trying to get they're they're on an airplane and they're trying to tell this guy like, hey, if this plane go like, and the, of course they're doing their funny voices, and they're like, if this plane, if we start seeing, some, we're gonna get Diane Sawyer on some Terry's. Like they're talking about terrorists on a plane. Oh, terrorists! Drax, this sounds like class. terrorists. <laughs> Terror- <laughs> terrorists. <laughs> Uh, next. Okay, so this one, I'm I'm so I'm so angry. Uh, this one says, uh, "Good morning." Um, let's see, Moon, King Scott, Rafe, all you guys. I know you've traveled a lot. Do you have one of those apps where you keep track of what countries you've been to, or more locally, what states you you visited? I'm curious what uh, your guys' percentages are for countries, states that you've traveled to. I use an app called Ben, B E E N. Uh, B-E-E-N, yeah. Uh, but I know there's a bunch. Free, of course. Five out of three stars. Decent show. Team Riz member, Jeff. Uh, I'm, I'm upset because I had this website up, and I was, like, clicking off all the states and all that kind of stuff, and my computer restarted, and I lost all the, the info. But I had covered, like, almost 12% of the planet, which is That's pretty awesome. freaking Traveling. crazy. What's all, the website? All 50 states. He's using an app called Ben. B-E-E-N. But I I found a different travel map um, online. But I'd be curious to see what you guys did. This is the one. This is the one that I used. Uh, oh yeah. Okay, you sent me that. It's like <clears throat> amcharts.com/slash/visited-countries. Yeah, I, I think I sent it to you guys, and mm-hmm. uh, you can like zoom in on the states. Um, you can uh, do all the countries, and you can go. So countries you visited, states you visited. So the percentage of the earth that you visited. Uh, mine it's pretty was cool. like very small. Yeah, very it was small like, for me. It too. was like 05 percent of the earth I visited. Really. Gosh, I wonder if I'm over a percentage point. I would think so. Send him the uh, send him that site. Yeah, I thought I thought I sent it to all you guys. I think I saw an email about it, and I didn't do it. Now I regret it because I would like to know. Yeah, I'll it's pretty, it. pr- pretty interesting. Pr- pretty cool. I mean, even if you just yeah, stayed you in the U.S., you can put that on social media. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty interesting. I'm curious. Been to a lot of states, and I've been to a, quite a few countries. States. But I don't know how how zoomed in do you have to be in the countries. If I went to St. Petersburg, Russia, do I get all of Russia, or do I just get that little? Uh, see the site that you I know what I mean. That's a yeah, good point. the, the site that point. I had originally done it on. It, it like goes down to like counties and states and um, and all that. You know, it doesn't just you can't just be like yeah. you know I've been like to I've been to I've been to Toronto, so I've been to Canada. Russia is a sense. pretty big part. Yeah, a pretty big. That's why I'm asking. So if that. It's yeah. a huge percentage if I get to count the whole country for going one time to one place. Right. No, one, one of these one of these was pretty different. Like, it broke down Brazil into the different provinces or states. Yeah, click on Russia. Called. Click um, on Russia. Is this the... Is Boom. This I, the I get that, dude. I'm at, like, it's like, not, that's like yeah, 12% percent of the world right there. Yeah, no, it wasn't like that. I'm counting it. Maybe this Count isn't, maybe this isn't well the, right, uh, the right one. Darn it. Anyways, very, very cool, interesting uh, sort of thing to think about. Because even if you've been, like, I've been world traveling since 2002 professionally. And even with all the places, and I've been every continent, all these different things except for Antarctica, knocking it all out, 11% was like, 
less than I thought it would be. It's a huge amount, but I mean, there's 198 countries or whatever yeah. there are, and like, there's a lot of ground. To it cover. made me. It made me realize I have not been anywhere. <laughs> And then going, I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. I'm, I'm it's kind of making me realize the percentage of the world that sucks. Yeah. No, you know what I, mean? yeah, I thought it was inspiring. I'm just like, yeah, I don't really care to go to some of these places. I'm inspired to stay home. I thought it was inspiring to be like, wow, you know what? There's a lot of world and I want to see it before I'm gone. Well, there is a lot of world and these people right here are in it. It's the Rizzuto Show. Douchebag of the day. And this is why I'm staying home. I got three stories for you and you tell us who the, uh, the douchebag officially of the day is, all right? So we'll start with... A uh, former firefighter named Kendall Eugene Rhodes. Uh, Kendall was a firefighter in Grundy County, Iowa for the last six years. 60 years old. 60-year-old Kendall charged with 13 counts of arson. Turns out old Kendall would start fires and then respond to the fires he set as part of a firefighter team. Been charged with 13 counts of arson in the second degree, which is defined as causing a fire or explosion that damages or destroys property while manufacturing or attempting to manufacture a controlled substance. I was also charged with one count of reckless use of fire or explosive. So, Kendall Eugene Rhodes, the firefighter who started the fires so he could put them out. 13 fires altogether. That's candidate number one. Candidate number two. And we're gonna go to Utah for this douchebag candidate. Uh, criminal charges have been filed against a woman who cops say called in a fake school shooting. What? Ooh. In an effort to divert officers from arresting her friends. Wow. 45-year-old Dorothy Belmoran was charged last week with emergency abuse and obstructing justice. So she apparently called 911 saying that someone was heading to a high school with an AK-47 to, quote, do some damage. 40 officers from multiple agencies responded, and the high school was evacuated and cleared. Threat determined to be a hoax. That same day, police were investigating a series of car burglaries. An Apple Watch was stolen in one of the burglaries, mm -hmm. and the owner called the cops to say uh, she was tracking the location of her watch. Two people wound up being arrested for the burglaries. While an officer was waiting for a warrant to go through for the suspect's car, the school shooting situation was called in. So while the two people were being detained for the burglaries, right. this chick called in the school shooting. So they had a bail. So they had a bail. Ooh. That's awful. After an investigation, cops learned the call came from Dorothy, the friend. Hey, can I ask a detail about the first one? Yes. What was he burning? Uh, houses. He's burning homes. Yeah. So he oh. could go be a part of rescuing people. Yeah, so he could be a part of putting out the fire. Wow. Like, that's the, isn't that the plot of Backdraft? Oh, like I don't the know. The firefighters starting the fires in that movie. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Jesus. Sorry God. if you haven't seen oh, 1991's Backdraft. <laughs> Damn, dude. Kurt Russell? Is it Baldwin? Oh, that was a Baldwin. That was Kurt Billy. Russell and Billy was Baldwin. It Billy? Billy Baldwin. Yeah. Mm. I remember he had sex with somebody on top of the fire truck. Yeah. Right on. What? And he got to be in fair game. Spoiler alert. Cindy Crawford. Okay, really and was so that's passion in his Baldwin credibility. That's two so that's two douchebags. Now third one, we got three. <laughs> three. Three candidates today. Oh. Can now, we endure? Listen, you're not you, you're allowed to not like Halloween, right? You're not allowed to do this, though. Uh, 43-year-old Daniel Graham got arrested in Raleigh, North Carolina on Tuesday night after pointing a gun at some trick-or-treaters. No reports of uh, teenagers pranking him or anything. It was just kids looking for candy. And yes, it sounds like Daniel had been drinking. 
A neighbor heard him yelling profanities at the kids, uh, says he smacked a bucket of candy out of uh, six-year-old's hands. Uh, there was candy scattered across the porch the next morning. Uh, the neighbor then saw several kids walking away from Daniel's porch, and at least two of them were crying. Daniel allegedly pointed a gun at him, leaned into their dad's car, and told him to keep it moving. The confusing part is Daniel's house was decorated for Halloween. It even had flashing <laughs> lights and playing music, so it seemed like it was it was trick-or-treater friendly. A cop showed up, could smell the stench of alcohol coming from the house. This is around 7 p.m., by the way. Uh, he's facing charges for assault on a child under 12 and assault by pointing a gun. Oh, my gosh. How are you not spreading these out? These are all, like, uh, weekly winners. Like, oh, come on. Okay, so there you go. we got to pick one. But- it's the chick. It is? That's the that's, gotta that's third one. place for so me. So we got firefighters starting fires so we could put them out. Mm. Home we got fires. the chick calling Just destroying in. Destroying people's livelihoods. Chick calling in the fake school shooting so her friends could get away from the cops. Or the trick-or-treating Grinch who was pointing guns at kids and smacking candy out of six-year-old's hands. For Man. me, it's number one, the fake school shooting call. Two, the firefighter backdraft. Three, Crazy guy drunk on pulls Halloween. a guns on kid. Pulls a gun, a gun yeah, on kids. They're all total douchebags. But Man. Rafe, I think the lady that there's a special place in hell for the school shooter caller lady with what's going on in the world today. But I gotta say, hierarchy of actual harm, it's got to be the firefighter guy. He's starting real fires that firefighters could die in and people could die in. Everything else was like a threat of violence. This was act. I think that was actually mm, like good. You know, that's a good way of thinking about it. That this guy like is literally burning down homes and businesses, and firefighters risk their lives every day. And I mean, that's pretty messed up, dude. But, uh, what do you think, Moon? Man, I was gonna go with the firefighter as well for the exact same reason. But, but three, like the the drunken thing. I mean, like yo, there's some crummy kids out there, but not a, they're not six. Then you don't like see evil until like you know nine or ten. I chalked that up to possible uh, tone-deaf prank, like thinking that he was like, it's Halloween, oh, this is how I'll scare him. Yeah. Could have been a pellet gun or something, you know. And Maybe it was not. actually a real yeah, gun. It was actually a real gun. So. That's so frightening. I, I'm going to I'm gonna go. I'm so torn. It's really a 50-50 for me between uh, contestant number one and contestant number three. So I'm going to go with the consensus here and go with the firefighter. Because Man, I'm going to go firefighter that's, too. That's a ton of damage. That's a ton of damage. That's a lot of and, – and, and the psychological – Backwardness that you have to have to to do those kind of damage, so you can be a hero, like the the I want to be a hero thing. Like well, also this, well, the school shooting thing. I mean, all the parents, all you the get parents, a call, you get a call, like, hey, the school's in lockdown. It's awful. Oh, I, I get it's it. Awful. That's a total. And thank God douche. it wasn't awful. a real one, but it's awful. I'm going for like, like mass Colin. quantities chaos, and I feel like you're getting that whole school's gonna get a call, right? Like everybody that has a kid in that school. Yeah, and I mean, it's like calling in a bomb threat. You know, like, I get the... The other thing to me is, like, totally wrong. I'm against it. It's messed up. You just... With the, with all the school shootings that happen now, like, that's just such a terrible thing to do. There was a necessity in their mind of, like, I'm trying to get out of a... This is my way to get out of a crime. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like, necessity, you know. It was an evil spawned by... All three are terrorists, though. But the, I mean, they're agreed. All, they're all using terror. I agree, man. I agree. And but it's like the other person was like, the arson is like they followed through mm-hmm. on yeah. the plan. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's like another level to yeah. me. And if they're willing to do that, 
who knows what's next? Yeah, and like yeah. exactly, and who knows how many if they started, they may have actually killed somebody. All right, so we're saying the firefighter. Are you okay with that, Lauren? So, I'm okay with it. All right, so congratulations to Kendall Eugene Rhodes, the firefighter who was starting fires so he could put them out and be a hero. You are today's douchebag of the day. Moon, if you would, let's dish out his punishment. You know what? I was waiting to hear who the winner was so I could decide what the punishment would be. And I'm going to go ahead and say that this person, you know, is a, is a trained firefighter. He's probably been around some of them police Canines. So let's start off with some attack dogs. Well, I mean, you know, every firefighter, uh, every fire station has a Dalmatian on duty, so. (laughs) Douche. (laughs) Oh. To hear the dog sick his teeth into, ah. Okay, next. Not too far of a jump away. I think uh, firing squad is honestly, uh, like, you know, somewhat somewhat perfect for for the moment. All right. Okay. It's very professional. Yes. And finally. And also professional. And since you like to start fires, let's just go with the bunker buster because I think that's the fire. There we go. Man, you know how expensive it is to call on a... It's very expensive. call on an airstrike. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it it's in this It's quite expensive. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, hey, it's very expensive. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. But worth it. Yes, you're right, Lauren. All right, we'll take a break, uh, some food news after the break, and then we'll talk to a guy named Rob Deertrick, who is a master distiller and blender of Metallica's blackened American whiskey. Uh, this guy's got a great story. He's doing a, a bottle signing at the Wine and Cheese Place uh, uh, in Kirkwood on Saturday from 10 to noon. This is the guy that uh, is aging that blackened whiskey through what is called the black noise aging process. I don't know. We, and we had the story, I think, Moon. Remember, or maybe Learn, you talked about it. So, Metallica music is being played. Yep. And these casks are being vibrated mm. to the songs. And it fact, apparently affects yeah. how the whiskey Remember, tastes. Remember, I, I, think, I think they did it with Guns N' Roses a couple years ago. They were, like, infusing Guns N' Roses. Into uh, into something, yeah, wine so, or something. Oh, we'll we'll chat up. Guns uh, and rosés. Rob uh, Dietrich next. Tom Segura, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Bird is fat. All right, welcome back to The Riz Show. Joining us is a master distiller, Rob Dietrich, master distiller. It's nice to be called a master at something, right? Oh, right. Good morning. <laughs> master distiller of blackened American whiskey. Uh, good morning, Rob. How are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself? So far, so good. Are you in town yet? Uh, no, I'm, I'll be uh, I'll be in tomorrow afternoon. All right, it's like it's you know Metallica's coming to town this weekend, and uh, Metallica's bringing br- you know bringing everything. They're taking over. They're St. taking Louis. over St. Louis. 
yes, we, yes, they are. You know, with the two shows on uh, you know, on Friday and on Sunday, there's a film festival, uh, there's a bowling party, and you are doing this blackened whiskey bottle signing at the Wine and Cheese Place in Kirkwood uh, Saturday from 10 to noon. Now, I want to ask you a couple of questions here. And by the way, thanks for being very prompt. Uh, Rob called in exactly at 9 o'clock. Mm. Impressive. Very impressive. <laughs> Quite impressive. Of course. And rare. I think that's the uh, the, the the military uh, the veteran timing to me. <laughs> yeah, Rob is a Rob is yeah. an army guy, 10th Mountain Division. You're not early, you're late. Exactly, exactly. Um, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, looking forward to doing the signing on uh, on Saturday. Meeting some good folks out there, uh, talking everything uh, whiskey and, and Metallica. Okay, yeah. How did you get involved with Metallica? You know, I, I was already distilling uh, uh, single malt whiskey in Colorado, and I live about an hour and a half away from Hetfield in, in Colorado. And we had some mutual friends, so he would already kind of heard about uh, about what I was doing with single malt. And uh, and and when they started the whiskey, uh, you know, I was I was one of the I was the, uh, the we had a founding distiller. I was the second distiller to come in uh, about six months after the uh, they launched and. Uh, and I've just been uh, working on a bunch of different uh, creative expressions with uh, with the whiskey. Yeah, I tell you what, whiskey's whiskey's the hot spirit right now. And and you uh, you know you've been involved what uh, 12, 15 years as a, as a master distiller. Uh, around sixteen, I've been 16 making whiskey years. for sixteen years. Wow, how'd you get into it? I you know motorcycles. I uh, I was uh, I was into alternative fuel, and a buddy of mine and I were making a diesel motorcycle that we were running on vegetable oil. <laughs> and uh, I happened to meet the uh, the founder of uh, of a whiskey company in Colorado, and he was working on a motorcycle that was running off the waste product from the stills. So he said, "Hey, come down to the distillery. We'll work on bikes together." And as soon as I walked into that distillery and saw that 800 gallon uh, copper still, I was like, "Man, I need to know how to do that." So, uh, so, you, uh, so, I, so you fell in love. I, I absolutely did. Uh, you know, I've always been a you know a whiskey uh, enthusiast and a whiskey drinker. But learning how to make whiskey is an entirely, uh, you know, different beast altogether. Well, and now it's become a career. W- without a doubt. You know, it's not just a hobby anymore. <laughs> you know, we're, we're uh, it, and, th- and that's the fun part, I think, you know, is, is learning. You know, that's the one thing when, when, when people ask you, how do you become a master distiller? Or, you know, what's that even mean? It just means that I know enough to know that I don't know everything. Right. <laughs> just means I'll always be learning. So when it comes to the whiskey and the flavor, you know, like uh, when we originally heard about like, you know, pumping audio and different things into this kind of stuff, at first it was like, oh, come on, you know, what's that going to do? And then the more you read about it, you're like, no, no, when you're, when you're blasting this stuff and you're blasting Metallica into these barrels and stuff, it, there's actual science that says that it, it helps the whiskey penetrate deeper into the barrel and extracts more flavors from the wood. Is that the science behind it? Is that, I mean, that's one of the extra cool parts that, about this, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, and, and I, I, you know, you definitely will see the eye roll in the beginning until you really explain, you know, the, the nerdy science part behind it. Which is, you know, we worked with Meyer Sound, which is the the sound company that creates that wall of sound uh, for Metallica, and they they helped create a proprietary device that we we use at a low frequency. So you think of low frequency, you think of like bass tones and that vibration that happens. You know, we've all been at a concert where you walked in front of a a, a wall of speakers, you feel that vibration in your chest. That's exactly what we're doing inside the barrel. We're we're vibrating the barrel so aggressively that the whiskey is interacting with the wood at a much higher and rapid pace. We've got 
we've got data behind that. We've done a bunch of tests on it to uh, to ensure that we actually understand that we are making a change and a difference inside the inside that barrel. That's yeah. so, so, that's so, so people cool, don't know, dude, and, and and people don't understand that until it's like explained. Yeah, to so them if, like if that. people don't know what we're talking about, so you you got the barrels, and then they're in a room, and depending on what batch you're doing, you have different Metallica songs playing. So you you guys are on batch number one thirty eight, and there's a playlist. Correct. There's a playlist as to what songs are being played Whoa. for these barrels. So, That's like, awesome. this batch is For Whom the Bell Tolls, Nothing Else Matters, uh, the the symphony orchestra version of Call of Cthulhu. Yeah, yeah. Just to I, name three of these I have, I have always wanted to drink my favorite songs. And you can, in, you know, in, in, sort of in, in this kind of way. You know, what's cool about it, you can go to blackandwhiskey.com, you can look up the batch number, see what playlist, which, uh, which band member selected that playlist, and there's a Spotify and an Apple iTunes icon right there. You can you can take a photo of it with your phone, download uh, download that, populate the playlist of the uh, of the of the music that was used to sonically enhance the batch of whiskey that you're currently enjoying. Yeah, that's sweet. And and are you finding that different songs affect the flavor? You know, it's 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 different playlists for sure. You know, and the test that I've done is. You know, you're looking for nine different flavor profile markers uh, from the Oak Aroma panel, which is again, I can go super nerdy on this, but I'll, I'll, I'll keep it light. It, uh, it, and that's that will measure the amount of change that's happening with the whiskey in the barrel. So, uh, equating it to a song, we haven't really done that yet. We've done it. We've equated it to certain playlists mm-hmm. um, and and the changes that happen inside the barrel. But of course, we only use Metallica songs because they own their their entire discography. Yes. Um, I'm always curious as to what would happen if you know if I was playing uh, you know classical music or um, you know it, you know uh, you know you know big hair band rock. You know, it, there's all sorts of different ways that you can understand. Reba McIntyre. <laughs> yeah, right. Reba McIntyre. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, I might sure drink again if Taylor you made a fancy one. Out there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If you just played Reba McIntyre's fancy <laughs> on repeat, the, yeah, on repeat through the entire aging process, I wonder. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like we're just scratching the surface on this, but it is technology. You know, we're using traditional methods of, of distillation and, and barrel aging, and then and then we're cask finishing in brandy casks. And while it's brandy, you know, while it's finishing, that's when we're applying the, the sonic enhancement, which is what we call black noise. Where, uh, yeah, that's it's the Blacken's unique black noise aging process. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, super cool. And spe- speaking of the surface, and like staying with the audio nerd stuff, uh, on the logos, on the bottles, it shows like the audio waves. Are you doing different logos for each batch that represent the actual audio wave, or is it just a cool looking audio wave? No, we we use the same audio wave for for every batch. So Blacken is always the the brand name, and then we have different expressions underneath that. For example, uh, I've got a a series that we call the Masters of Whiskey series, where I collaborate with other master distillers to create a limited edition uh, release. And uh, we've done that um, three times now. We we actually have a Blacken X Rabbit Hole uh, Distillery out of Kentucky that we just um, we just uh, launched that uh, this this. Um, a couple of months ago. So, you know, we're, we're, we're doing different things, but that sound wave is a little Easter egg. That's an actual sound wave of James Hetfield singing the word blackened. Whoa, uh, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> how, how involved is the band in the whiskey? Oh, they're very involved. You know, this has been something, I think what's so impressive about Metallica is that everything they do, they throw a thousand percent at it. You think of how, you know, how well engineered their, their albums are. Um, that's exactly what they're, they, they understood if they were going to get into the whiskey game that they needed to, they needed to own the whiskey outright. They didn't want to just go to a large whiskey 
distillery and say, hey, let's make a let's make a Metallica line. Mm. They they understood that, hey, we need someone who understands how to make music or how to make whiskey just as well as we know how to make music. Yeah. And 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 have the professionals who understand what they're doing. And and uh, they they really have gotten involved. They they continue to be involved. I just did a bottle signing with Lars last weekend in San Francisco. Um and and he's always so inquisitive. He's always asking me questions about you know different aspects of the process. So you know they they really want to they want to know about uh, how it works. They trust that I know what I'm doing, and that's the great thing about working with artists is I approach making whiskey as an art form, just like they approach making making music. Right. So even if you aren't a Metallica fan, you'll still like this whiskey. This is a good whiskey. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That was the whole point was that we wanted to bridge that gap between Metallica fan and whiskey. Yeah enthusiast whiskey connoisseur and and really embrace everyone yeah, with, this, uh, with this whiskey it's not known as a premium whiskey it says it's known as a super premium whiskey yeah like an ultra premium exactly Crazy. and that, that was the whole point when you start getting into cask finishing and you're layering in these different elements of flavor um that's where you can really uh that's that's kind of where we're getting into that ultra ultra premium uh, concept dude it is it is a cool looking bottle it is dude uh, everything on this website is just awesome looking. yeah your website is cool it, too blackened uh, whiskey yeah it's a lot of fun i mean you know getting to work with these guys on this um has been fantastic i sat down uh, at the beginning of the north american tour for the 72 seasons album uh sat down with the guys at, at metlife stadium and we talked for about two hours we we did this uh, this filmed interview where we um really kind of dove deep on on our process you know i asked the band how you know how they approach making music their process uh you know hatfield's talking you know about how we don't know how to read music we just have our own language within it and it's kind of a similar process when i'm blending whiskey you know i, I have my own approach and it's unique and uh, and that's what the really is where it shows up is in the whiskey well, get your bottle of blackened whiskey and get it signed by Rob, who is the master distiller. The Wine and Cheese Place on Manchester Road in Kirkwood, uh, 10 a.m. to noon. And are all your products going to be available uh, out there at the I, Wine and I, Cheese Place? I know that uh, we're going to have the 72 seasons. Uh, we'll have our flagship, which is our original blackened. Uh, we may have the cask strength out there as well. So um, we're, uh, we're, I'm excited. I'm going to both shows. I'll be down nice. there tomorrow uh, going to the, uh, the, the pre-party. Uh, and then, uh, and then, and Sunday show as well. So, and I'll be down there on Saturday signing bottles. Looking right. forward to, to seeing everyone out there. All right, awesome. There he is, uh, Master Distiller Rob Dietrich with the uh, Black and American Whiskey. See him at the Wine and Cheese Place in Kirkwood on Saturday from ten to noon. We'll see you then, man. Enjoy your stay in St. Louis. All right, all right, thanks, guys. All right, there he Looking is. Looking forward to it. That's Rob Dietrich. Master distiller. How cool is that? You get to go on tour with Metallica. He sounds like he was a fan before he even mm-hmm. got into the whiskey business, and now he's yeah. on tour. Mixing two of his favorite things. Yeah, that's cool. Very cool. That I don't even drink badass. whiskey, but like I, I do, I do appreciate the science with all of that. That's well, even the bottle's pretty badass. Mm-hmm. I think he sneaks in there and sings a couple of lyrics. Hope so. Just put his own little. He's like, I'm in there with him. <laughs> Maybe he sneaks in there and he's like, said but true. Okay, I'm getting out of here. The uh, second one made the mark. Not enough to change the taste. Nah, just a little bit. Just a little something. Just a little something. Little Rob in there. A little dash of Rob. A little dash of Rob. <laughs> uh. On a, on a different note, uh, Lerner, you're really into, like, Starbucks stuff. Like, I like Do you like Starbucks? Starbucks? Yeah. She Are you, loves would it. you say you're an, a Starbucks enthusiast? Yeah, I mean, I don't go all the time. I like to support local coffee shops more, but I when I see a Starbucks, I get a hankering. Hell yeah, on well, a Friday. She a, puts Starbucks in local coffee shop cups. I've seen her I do, do it. I do, yeah. It's a big deal, I guess, when the, uh, the holiday cups come back. I don't care about that. Well, they're back today. I don't care. I Here's what I care about. Caramel Macchiato. 
cappuccino. <laughs> I care about like an that? oat milk, brown sugar, shaken espresso, ice drink. Okay? Well, I'm just telling you. Pumpkin uh, spice cold brew. <laughs> the holiday Ooh. menu and red copper back today at Starbucks. Uh, this year, uh, Starbucks has a new holiday drink. Mm. The iced gingerbread oat milk chai. I am into that. What? Tide. What? Dude, Tide. sign me up. <laughs> I like those words. What? <laughs> Nothing gets you going for a hard blue-collar day of work. Like, like the gingerbread. Oat milk <laughs> oat chai. Oat milk chai. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo, you love that. Power. You'd love it. And you know it. Yeah, it would be It probably great. is amazing, I'm you know, sure. There's something to be said about Starbucks. And they're cake pops. They got them yes. down. They figured that out. They cake got pops? Cake pops, yo. It's, don't. Either egg bites don't. ain't nothing to, nothing to shake a stick at. What either. I'm telling no. you is don't with the cake pops. What, because what I, it will, it's, they're too, they're too good. Yeah. It Boone's been strung out on the cake pops you. for a while like as, uh, as you're walking into the metal shop. Yeah. Hard day's work. Randy, what do you got there? An impossible breakfast An sandwich. iced gingerbread oat Guy. milk chai. Get and, out. And a cake pop. Yeah. <laughs> Randy's <laughs> my dude. Randy, get out. Randy, get You're in fired. my car. Randy, We're his, going to Starbucks. Dale turns around and lifts his welding mask. <laughs> Give me one of those. And he just pulls up and he goes, I, f I see you, brother. And he takes <laughs> yeah. a sip of his own yeah. gingerbread oat milk chai in a red holiday cup. Dude, don't at me while I'm burning my mouth on an impossible breakfast sandwich from Starbucks, eating it straight out of the bag <laughs> with my oat milk shaken espresso chai. Or and maybe your caramel cake pop. caramel brulee latte or your chestnut praline latte. Oh, God, I am, yes. I bring back that <laughs> nog. They bring the nog, too, around Christmas, and I'm all in on that. They bring some kind of like eggnog concoction. And oh, the there you go. Pumpkin cream cold brew is amazing. The red cups are back, guys. No one cares about the cops. Real pumpkin cream. The red cops are back. All right, here's here's a topic. Well, I'm just going to tell you this before we get into the uh, into the real. I know one person in this room is very passionate about this one topic I'm going to bring up. But um, when you're eating outdoors and a fly lands on your food, what do you do? I eat the fly. Okay, you eat the fly. What do you, you just shoo it away, right? Yeah. I'm guessing we, you you know you do what we all do. So you you brush it away. You go back to eating. Try to catch it first. Yes. Why should, no, if you're on a picnic, you know, get the hell out of here. I don't try to catch it. I'm eating my, my uh, potato salad. Get out of here. <laughs> this might change your approach, guys. Uh, turns out within the first few seconds of a fly landing on your food, it starts vomiting digestive fluid on it. No, them. it yeah. doesn't. Who knows that? Who's I got a little microscopic little the thing? The fly is trying to get it soggy enough that it could slurp it up since it doesn't have teeth. I thought we knew that as a kid, and it was like somewhat of a uh, myth. Oh, no. Nope. This is science, guys. You guys have heard this before, fly. right? We've Flies be puking, dude. That's science. So the fly, <laughs> within seconds, vomits digestive fluid on your food. And the flies are, flies are not, you know, exactly sanitary bugs. You, you know, you know, you see them buzzing around manure. Yeah, they're slurping up that, too. Mm -hmm. So when a fly throws up on your food, even though it's a tiny amount, they could be spreading dangerous bacteria onto it, Time including <laughs> salmonella and E. coli. Time to charge the flies $50 for throwing up on everything. Yep. Right? I'm actually surprised at your level of hypochondria that you're willing to just shake this off like that. Thank you. I'm I'm proud and also baffled by it. Just so you know, learn, not every fly is going to contaminate your food. Right. But they could. Look, man. Look, man. <laughs> I'm I'm I can't worry about this, okay? Babies, I got so many other things I'm worried about. I can't worry and about elderly this. people and people with weaker immune systems are most susceptible. Don't get me started on oh this. Oh, my God. 
And you know what else? That fly didn't have a mask on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pissed me off. <laughs> so what can you do? Yeah, what can I do? Help. When you eat outside, Help. keep Help. the area trash-free. Trash attracts flies. Don't go outside. If possible, use citronella candles or other repellents, or don't eat outside. The citronella candles are giving me cancer in other ways, though. So what Is am that- I supposed to do? Man, I saw this thing on, uh, I don't know, one of those nerd dad shows that I watched about nature. That there's this particular type of monkey that, like, opens up these these fruits and, like, rubs it all over themselves because of the citronella. It's like, so they can go to sleep and the mosquitoes oh, no get them. I was like, holy so crap. It's the coolest thing ever. So smart. Like, there's a, a whole bunch of monkeys just going and putting on sunscreen, basically. You know, yeah. like bug spray and sunscreen. Like, brilliant. That is I brilliant. That was, I thought that was so cool. Uh, in other uh, food news, this is a kind of a lighter topic. Uh, I just saw a list of the best five. Uh, yes, go ahead. Before we continue. <laughs> Monkeys use, they do it with onions. The monkey thing you're talking about, it's onions. <laughs> the one that I was watching, they were like breaking up oh, some fruit because it's such a I watched the David Attenborough one, and these monkeys were stealing onions from tourists and dropping onions all <laughs> Dude, over. Oh, and I'm that's like, that's about the only thing an onion's good cool for. That's cool as heck, opinion. too. I'm in the middle of a dad cloud right now of all oh, three of man, you. Oh, man, yeah. What? With your that's all I watch. brains going on right now. My kids come home from school. Fun to be a witness of. You're not interested in monkeys using onions as bug repellent? Not as much as you guys. We're breaking open fruit and rubbing all over their fur. That's brilliant. Uh, we're about to talk I ice cubes. But if it was a cat, you'd be all about it. Yeah. We're about to talk ice cubes I've right never now. Seen a okay? cat do that. Okay. We're about to talk about ice cubes. Let's go. Okay, because I saw a list of the best five fast food ice cubes out there. Oh. Oh, this will be great. And you cannot say Lion's Choice because that is not a national Sonic chain. Ice, go. But, but, okay, but it's the same, it's the same thing as what I need, with the Sonic Ice. I need brands. The top five. I can't support Sonic. You know that. What? Why not? October, Pony dog. October 13th, 2003. I thought that was Jack in the Box. That was 1991. Oh, my gosh. Or 93. Sorry. That was 93. <laughs> Ten years apart. October 2003, man. Sonic. Popcorn chicken. Never again. A night of vomiting and everything. It was the worst. Like, I even went back to Subway after my meatball sub experience back in, like, 2001. You're not going to go back to Sonic ever? I haven't been back since. I won't even go in the parking lot. Cherry limeade, dude. Uh, Dude, nothing. I was was hugging a toilet for, like, seven. I thought I was going to die. I thought I was going to die. I mean, it was death came to visit me. Food poisoning aside. Maybe it was the ice. Who has the best (laughs) fast food ice cubes? It's either Raising Cane's or Sonic. What's Raising Cane's got? It's the same as Sonic. Oh, the rabbit poop? Yep. Raising Cane's was number five. Thank you. Hmm. Uh, Sonic was number one. Thank you again. Sonic was number one by far. If you live near a Sonic, you probably already agree that there's just something about those, those Sonic ice cubes. It's so iconic. You can actually buy bags of ice from, like, you could go to the drive-thru and go give me a bag of ice. But it's the same stuff as Raising Cane's. They're just they're more popular. So more people associate those that ice with Sonic. My mother-in-law buys those bags and has them in her freezer. Really? Mm-hmm. So when when you buy them, where do you buy those? And and are they clean or is this or like Sonic? You could go to Sonic and you oh, can actually go, you go through a drive-through and go. Get, I will take a bag of ice. So tell me something. When you guys get ice at the uh, at the gas station, and whatever, and it's in a bag and it's in a box outside and all that kind of stuff, do you use that for cooling things off or do you use it for actual cup Both. ice? Because uh, I've, I I do too, and people say like you can't use that for cup ice. That stuff's nasty. Wait, wait, wait. Well, I had a, but you only do it for like a. a Dad. Barbecue or what? But you're still drinking it. I'm still drinking it. It's fine. Where did it come from? Who knows? Is it filtered? There Who are made it filtered. Like I have a filtered ice place near me that we Who get made ice. It? I don't know. 
I don't know. Mm. I don't think about it. Again, I can't worry about this. It's got like the bear on the bag, right? The polar ice or whatever it's called. Is it polar ice? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's not the best quality, but... But why do you care elsewhere? But you don't care there. Because usually, when you're you on buy a float trip? Ba- usually when you buy the bag of ice, it's for a float trip or a backyard barbecue. So you're just kind of... it's kinda, a one-off kind of thing. Yeah, you don't care. You're throwing caution, caution to the, the wind. wind. Who cares? Sonic ice, by the way. That's those little pellets, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they say it's fun to chew. Yeah. Safe to chew, too. That's the rabbit poop Fun to ice chew. That- soaks up your drink. Tastes great. Um, and they say it gives you... Sonic ice, uh, you know, most bang for your buck. Hmm. Sonic Ice is the healthy medium between hard and mushy, making it a great addition to any drink. I feel like Sonic just stole Pizza Hut's ice from the 90s and 80s. You're not wrong. Pizza Hut always had the hard-packed, tiny rabbit poop ice. When you dine in, back in the old dine-in days. Oh, yeah, to get that in the red cup? Yeah. The plastic red cup? Nice little Tiffany lamp above you. Uh, Chick-fil-A was number two as far as their ice. They also sell bags of ice because it's so popular. Mm. Are they? They got the little pellets too. I think little pellets are the they're a popular thing here. It's the best. Yeah, it's the best. <clears throat> that was the original hero item for me for uh, at Lion's Choice when I was a kid. I remember thinking, "Oh my gosh!" Because my my parents were the kind that like, "Don't chew on ice. You're gonna break your teeth and all that kind of stuff." And then when we got that ice, that was not a rule. It's off the table. Have fun, son. So, yeah, it's a playground in here. Not Chick-fil-A, a fan. Chick-fil-A ice. The ice is small enough to munch, but big enough to not melt immediately. That's the thing about Chick-fil-A's. Then Zaxby's, I guess just like Sonic. Where is Zaxby's? We don't have any around here, <coughs> Alabama, right? Alabama, Tennessee. Yeah. We, always, we, always, fine. we always go to some in Tennessee. They're the Culver's of chicken. Yeah, it is kind of If like I had to vibe. put a... Zaxby's? Explanation on yeah. it, yeah. It looks like a red barn. It's got, a, it's got a chicken on the front. They do the cheese curds there, too. Really? As like oh, a side. Yeah. yeah. Everything's curded there. At Zaxby's. Then you got McDonald's. McDonald's ice. And then uh, Taco Bell, Starbucks, Raisin Cane's all tied for fifth. Mm. McDonald's ice. Interesting. Yeah, Taco McDonald's. Bell. McDonald's number four. It's just ice. Yeah. Oh. Controversial dad opinion? Don't care. As long as, it keeps the, as long as it keeps the drink cold? Ice, in fact, I'm not a fan of the pellet. Because I think it robs you of liquid. Well, you use less of it. You, I know what you're saying. And if you're filling it, if you're filling it up, to you the, have to, to be in line, control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be in control. I'm coming through the drive-through. You're giving me a thimbleful of the liquid I ordered and all this pellet ice. I'm three drinks later. I got a cupful of ice and nothing to drink. Yeah, I hardly want any ice in anything anyway. Yeah, they say like the small pellets are good if you get a drinker right away. The bigger ice cubes are if you're gonna let it sit. Oh, there's a difference. I just want to get bang for my buck on the liquid I ordered. If I ordered a tea, I want more tea. What if you? I just need it to be cold enough to drink. <laughs> what if what? What if you're at the place like you can get refills? You all right? I don't have a preference. <laughs> I thought you just did. You were just saying. I'm saying like I'm go. I don't if I don't care about. I don't think any ice is superior. If I had to rank ice low, I'd rank the pellets low because I think they're scamming you. It waters down your drink immediately. Yeah, I think you're just getting scammed out of liquid. Huh. Hey. I mean, that's that's ice in general. True. They're scamming you. The biggest scam hey, ever. True. Let's mix this with frozen water. Yeah. There you go. All right, one more thing. Um, who's got the fastest drive through 
Isn't it Chick-fil-A? Didn't they win all that? Oh, I, I would mean, say not. It's not Chick-fil-A. Didn't they go all Chick-fil-A, out to try to win that? Okay, so... It used to be McDonald's. Remember, they were the first ones to have a timer and be like, look how awesome we are. So right. if you need your fast food to happen even faster, here's a quick guide. An annual report called the drive Through Study just came out. It compares the speed and accuracy of 10 of the biggest fast food chains in America, and they had mystery shoppers visit over 150 locations for each one of these places. And the mystery shoppers measured speed of service, accuracy, suggestive selling, food quality, and level of satisfaction. So who is the fastest drive through I'm going Taco Bell. I'm going to say McDonald's nah. still. The fastest drive through overall, Taco Bell, KFC, and Carl's Jr. Whoa. I forgot. KFC did make that, that, uh, that jump a couple years ago. They really improved everything. The KFC that I grew up next to down in Crestwood was such a piece of poop, man. I'm telling you, it was so gross. Well, from the moment you pull in but then to when you together. drive off, Taco Bell's average is 4 minutes and 39 seconds. That's a full minute faster than the average. However, when you're the passenger in the car because it's midnight and you've been drinking all night, that's <laughs> not fast it enough. Does, it's not fast enough. Get me the chalupa in my mouth right now. So the average time you were in from ordering to getting the food Normally, it's five minutes and 43 seconds. That's the overall average. That's not bad either. Hmm. Actually, compared to 2022, drive throughs got about 30 seconds faster. Hmm. I, the was, most accurate overall was Chick-fil-A. I went to that new Panda Express out by us yeah, like Manchester. In Wild, I guess it's Wildwood. Yeah, yeah. And, Ellisville. Uh, Ellisville. And that, that thing was fast. I don't know if it's because it's brand new. Maybe it's because it's new. But it was super fast. What the heck happened to KFC? They get a new CEO or something like that a couple uh, years ago? Because, I mean, I'm telling you, I thought it was all just going away, if you know what I'm saying. And they, then all of a sudden, they've just had this resurgence of renaissance. awesomeness. They're owned by the same company. Yum. So the Taco yum Bell and KFC is yeah, but did yum Do they get in the fold? Do they finally get prioritized in a board meeting? What, what the hell happened? I'm telling you. Every KFC, even the foreign ones, uh, when I was overseas, it was always like, a, ooh, how is this place still going? No, it's, it's, and then now it's like it top now. of the charts everywhere. They've painted so, the buildings, too. The most accurate Chick-fil-A, Burger King, and McDonald's. Now, for accuracy, they also looked at the top Who's things. Who's dead out now? <laughs> yeah, dude. They looked at the top things. <laughs> they painted a real nice. They looked at the top things fast food places messed up. And number one is putting ice in your drink when you said no ice. Mm. Because it's all part of the scam, man. Mm-hmm. Then Oops, it's adding we gave the wrong, you ice. Yeah, then it's adding the wrong ingredients to an entree, like uh, getting pickles when you said no pickles. Onions. Mm. Every time you say no onions, this is my life. The least accurate places, Arby's, Dunkin', and Hardee's. The Dunkin'. least accurate places. Yeah, hey, I'm happy for Arby's to make a top of the list for but something. At least at Dunkin', though, they usually give you a donut <laughs> that you didn't ask for, but you didn't know you needed. You know? Mm. What was the third one? I heard Duncan Arby's and Hardee's. Hardee's. If Arby's didn't have that onion bun and that Shit. cheddar slop, they'd be gone. So if you go to Duncan or Arby's or Hardee's, they're only accurate 82% of the time. So 18% of the time, something is going to be wrong. At Arby's? <laughs> or all three of those places. <laughs> Wild, right? I believe it. I mean, come on. You Arby's defenders out there, I mean, are you even being honest with yourself? Pile on the meats. We've got the meats. You've got the runs. We've got Carl Budding. (laughs) They cut him off before he could finish his sentence. (laughs) The commercial. Come on, guys. Are you even being honest? The best food quality went to Chick Fil A, followed by KFC, McDonald's, Hardee's, and then Dunkin'. I mean, I could see Chick-fil-A being accurate in quality because they got like 37 people checking you in Mm -hmm. and like three things on the menu. 
Yeah. It feels like the North Pole. And they're like, wow, look at that. There's Did, a lot the of people working here. All the elves working. <laughs> I'm sick of Dunkin' not having my damn donut. Like, every time I go through the drive-thru, like, I'm too late. You know, oh, we're sold out of donuts. Well, what do you got back there? Oh, I don't we know. got the munchkins. Well, throw 10,000 well, of those in oh, a box. You're going man. by at noon, right? I mean, like, yeah. after work, I guess? Yeah. Oh, but it's yeah, like you're 10. screwed. You're asking Dude, for it. Do you remember... When you were in like elementary school and somebody brought in munchkins because it was somebody's birthday. The best. The best. The best. Oh, I love a donut hole. Church Sunday school. Like, you want me to listen? <laughs> Put one of those boxes down. Yeah. What was your go-to donut hole? Just the glazed one, man. I don't want some chocolate, fancy chocolate, donut hole. Chocolate ones. Here come the Arby's people. The chocolate frosted ones. <laughs> lay lay off Arby's. Like, come on, Nick. What are you being paid? <laughs> I work at Arby's. <laughs> I like Arby's, okay? You would. Once. Once you liked it, yeah. No, I like Arby's. I like Arby's, too. Because of how it folds. And then when you finish it, you go, you know what? Cool. Filled the quota for the year. I don't need this again for a long time. Uh, I think the... I like the onion bun uh, and again, like the, again. the roast beef and like the cheddar sauce. The, the, what, what did you... Did you hear me not say that? The onion bun and the cheddar <laughs> slop, whatever that is. That's great. That half-assed nacho cheese kind of thing. I, I get it. But let's put some actual meat on it that's not... I've, it's like three times processed. It's the weirdest. It's it's so weird that yeah. that stuff is still going listen, well. I know we got an, uh, we got a lines choice. Never mind here. the competition. <laughs> Never mind the competition. Even Dude. when I was a kid, I was like, "Wow, is this really roast beef?" Hell, I'll eat it because it's onion. I don't know. It good. tasted good. Okay. I like Lions Choice better when I, than we Arby's moved in, too. When we lived on Darty Darty Ferry, mm-hmm. and there's a there's a Arby's right there. Right by the Taco Bell. By the Taco Bell. First thing I did when I moved out of that house was get one of those roast beef sandwiches. This is my point exactly. Here, uh, this, this person perfectly said it. I don't like roast beef. I love Arby's. Thank you. That actually proves my point. All right. Take it off. I just the don't bun. like. Take it the, off the bun and tell me you're going to put that on anything uh, else. I don't like when the name of the restaurant sounds like a communicable disease you have to live with. Arby's? It's not Arby's. Like rabies. My buddy. Sorry, he couldn't come. He's he's got Arby's. He's been living with it for a long time. And, uh, he's been in and out of the hospital. Uh, yeah. He's been with Arby's since he was a kid. He's had a rough go with Arby's. <laughs> It's Jay Farrell. You listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Hey. Have a good day. See you later. Ah. All right, welcome back. One more thing. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, Moon, what do we got? Sports presented by DraftKings, the casino queen. Think you know football. Bet on it at DraftKings, the casino queen sportbook. Tuesday, Texas led by 10 runs before the bottom of the third, and the Rangers cruised for an 11-7 victory in game four of the World Series and took a 3-1 lead in the best of seven series. Then last night, 12 years after... The Texas, uh, Texas Rangers last had a chance. They finally got another chance to secure that first World Series championship. David Freeze was not there to ruin their night, so they got a 5 to nothing victory in Game 5 against Arizona at Chase Field. The Rangers went on uh, 11. They, they went 11-0 and on the road during the postseason and with three consecutive wins in Phoenix, claimed the 119th World Series four games to one. The 2023 Texas Rangers is the first Texas Rangers club to claim a championship in the franchise's 63 seasons. Congratulations to yeah, them. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be the lowest rated World Series ever. Which, uh, is, a, which is a bummer because those were two spectacular teams. Arizona, nobody cared. Arizona blew it. I mean, they, they, they left a lot of men on base. They, I'm sure... It's got to be hard. It's got to be one of the most difficult things in sports to lose a World Series. And it's got to be twice as hard to lose it knowing you made a lot of mistakes. A lot of lopsided games, too. That doesn't help. 
There was well, like a nine to one game and a ten to. I mean, it ended up ten to seven, but it was like ten to nothing in like the second inning. Yeah, and that's what I mean. I, I think it was the Rangers were badass, but Phoenix. I mean, uh, Arizona really blew a lot of yeah, a lot of. Fortunately, America didn't care. No and America and America didn't watch. Uh, Learn didn't watch. Certainly. I had no idea it was still going on. Or who, I, who was it? It's the also, Diamondbacks and the who? And the Rangers. Yeah. It's no also clue. November. Yeah. We don't need baseball in November. Mm-mm. Just saying. Hot take. The October classic. Hot the, take, guys. The, the Blues 4-1 to one loss to Colorado last night. They handed St. Louis its first back-to-back losses of the fall. Five days after, it lost 5 to nothing in Vancouver on Friday. Four different Avalanche players scored goals. Robert Thomas scored the lone marker for the Blues. Jordan Bennington made 24 saves. Uh, legendary college basketball coach Bobby Knight has passed away. Knight's family shared the news in a statement on Wednesday. Quote, it's with heavy hearts that we share that Coach Bob Knight passed away at his home in Bloomington, surrounded by his family. We are grateful for all the thoughts and prayers and appreciate the continued respect of our privacy as Coach requested a private family gathering, which is to be honored. Interesting legacy he left. We will continue to celebrate his life and remember him today and forever as a beloved husband, father, coach, and friend. The general as he was known as, uh, was uh, he had a 902 Division I wins, making him one of the most successful coaches in NCAA history. Knight led Army, Indiana, Texas Tech during his run from 63 to 2008. I remember a lot of those Indiana matches. Well, throwing chairs. Yeah, he's famous for throwing chairs. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he <laughs> was the... Chairs across wasn't the, he the Nick Nolte, like, inspiration for uh, for blue chips when he's drop-kicking basketballs and stuff? Uh, I would imagine he played into it, yeah. I mean, he's he is famous for throwing chairs across the court. Uh, he played at Ohio State and won the national championship with the Buckeyes in 1961. A lot of people don't know that. What, what's the, Something happened with him at Indiana where he wasn't invited back. He had a kid or something. That's, maybe that's what it was. Well, he had that infamous uh, chair-throwing incident in 85. Uh, Bob Knight was 83. I think he hit a kid and then didn't come back for years. Yeah, there was there was something. It couldn't have been screaming because he did that every day. Yeah. Were, mm-hmm. so, so it seems. So it seems. Those were the highlights. Uh, the Vikings are trading for uh, reports say the Vikings are trading for Cardinals quarterback Josh Dobbs to make up for the loss of Kirk Cousins. The Commanders are trading star pass rusher Chase Young to the San Francisco 49ers per multiple reports. The third round pick changing hands in the deal. Uh, number two overall pick in the 2020 NFL draft. Young's promising career has been limited by injuries, uh, but blue chip talent when healthy still puts him among the league's most dynamic players at the premium position. Washington dealt Young just hours after sending their other starting defensive end, Montez Sweat, to the Bears in return for a second round draft pick. Philadelphia 76ers traded James Harden to the LA Clippers on Tuesday. Uh, here's what you need to know. In exchange for Harden, the Clippers sent Covington, Batum, Martin, Morris Sr., Uh, And draft picks to the 76ers, along with Harden, Philadelphia is sending Tucker to L.A. Uh, Philadelphia also received a 2026 first-round pick from the Clippers via the Thunder. 2028 first-round pick, two second-round picks, and a pick swap from L.A. So there was a lot. Harden requested a trade from the 76ers in June, made it clear from the beginning that he wanted to be sent to the Clippers. So I guess he got his way. 34-year-old guard has not played yet this season as he was away from the team earlier this month. He rejoined the team on the bench Sunday, was set to practice, and then uh, he go. I'm Moon, and that's your sports because doing the bull dance, feeling the flow, working it, working it. Uh, tonight, Tennessee at Pittsburgh. Uh, don't forget to make your picks. Who are we all going with? We got Steelers. I'm going Tennessee. I think I'm going to go Tennessee tonight. I think the Steelers have not been looking good. Uh, they have not been looking it's good, and I think great. that I think Pickens is out, right? Two great, Trubisky was not not great team. The game but I feel like they got a fire, and it's in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's in Pittsburgh. Titans so. played well, though. They've kind of moved on from Tannehill. They I won say, last week. I say Steelers won by two or three. Oh, we'll see. Learn who you're going with. 
I don't know yet. I'm okay, really thinking still. about it. <clears throat> but make yes. your picks. If somebody's got to tell King Scott to make his pick. And I don't sure. think it'll be an impressive. I mean, I choked. Oh, he choked a kid? He choked the player on video. Who did? Bobby Knight. That's what he got fired in Indiana for. Oh, I was oh. Like, he I mean, choked it was the, the kid on, and That's somebody right. got it on video, <laughs> and then he had a run-in with a student, just like a non-player. Uh, I think he, like, assaulted them, too. That's, that's, that's Bobby being Bobby. Hey. Bobby crazy. <laughs> Bobby crazy. All right, one final break. We'll come back, wrap her up. The Rizzuto Show. My God, we did a lot of show today. I'm oh, we, got, we got four more hours tomorrow, and then we're done for the week. And Gravity Kills is coming tomorrow. Gravity Kills tomorrow. Uh-huh. I'll, be- I'll believe it when I see him walk through the door. And we are expecting a charcuterie board. Yes. Yes. The best. Gravity Kills. Um, also tomorrow, uh, Rave Scene Memorial, your Friday Fail Stories. We'll crown the Craigslist Freak of the Week. See so who moves on to the semifinals. Uh, vote through Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. Uh, before we get out of here, you got to shout out the hats of the week. Uh, learn. Yes. Getaway carts. They have every type of golf cart you would want. E-bikes, getawaycarts.com. And thank you for your donation to the Song thank Society. You. Rafe. Wind Landscaping, specializing in lawn, landscape, maintenance, irrigation, arbor care, and front and neck, Ladue, surrounding areas. For more information, go to FlynnLandscaping.com or call 314-243-6784. And thank you, Flynn, for your donation to the Song Society. And what about King Scott's hat? Well, King Scott's hat that's been on Carl is Just-In-Time Pro. Just-In-Time Construction and Remodeling. You need a project, they'll get it done. Call them today at 314-570-2000 or reach out to them on Facebook at Just-In-Time 247. And my head is sponsored by Trimlight Southeast Missouri. Trimlight Southeast Missouri, brighten your world with smart lifetime lighting serving Southeast Missouri and surrounding, uh, surrounding areas. They will come to you. TrimLightSemo.com, TrimLightSemo.com, and finally, Moon. Faster House. Thank you, Faster House. This is your local home buyer. If you or somebody you know has a house that you need sold quickly, Faster House is the place to go. No formal inspections, contingencies, or shenanigans. They'll get you to the closing table, even if the house smells like cats or who knows what it smells like. But go to FasterHouse.com to learn more. Uh, thank you for your donations to the Song Society. All right, today's podcast is titled A Soggy Bread Person. Soggy bread person. Soggy bread person. Missed anything? Download and enjoy. All right. Anything else, guys? That's it, man. Oh, well, get your uh, get your uh, punk rock Christmas tickets uh, available on. I mean, there's not there's not too many left. Uh, it is starting to go fast, and that's happening December 9th at the pageant. You can get the tickets at the pageant's website or uh, 1057thepoint.com. All right. We we'll leave you with a selection from our team Riz member today. Brought to you by Hot Shots. Hotshotsnet.com/slash Team Riz. From Mafal, Missouri, Jarrett Baldwin is our team. Yeah, Jarrett. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.